This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves here. 855-453 is the number. That's toll free. 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the features we give to you there. They're all free. Unlike those other talk show hosts who want to charge you for their sites, we give it away at freetalklive.com. You can actually control the content of the site as well. So the stuff you see on the front page there created by listeners just like you. And maybe that means that uh, somebody went and found something online. They decided that you might like it, so they went and submitted it as show prep to freetalklive.com. And then others who are also listeners of the show, would vote on that. And they can vote up or down, and the most voted up make it to the front page and the top of the site. Uh, Don't forget to check out the upcoming stories page. That's the first place to go when you're ready to vote, to cast votes on the daily basis that, uh, or however often you might visit the website. So you can go to freetalklive.com and get interactive. Uh, Once again, freetalklive.com. So tonight, uh, as usual, a bunch of stuff in the news. But one of the things that's in the news that's most important is our friend Adamo. And we talked quite a bit about this on Saturday night. So I don't want to rehash it too much. In fact, we're going to have Pete Ayer on the show tomorrow night. I did talk to him today. Pete Ayer from CopLock.org will be with us. And Pete will be explaining to us the latest on what's going on with Adamo and also uh, what's happening with CopLock.org. Because Adamo is facing 21 years in prison. It's hitting the media big, too. On wiretapping charges, you're going to see it, if you look today, you'll see it on the front page of Huffington Post. You'll see it on the front page of dig.com. You'll see it on the, on. Uh, oh, it, what, it actually hit FARC a couple days ago. So FARC gets a couple days back on their front page. Also, CNN iReport is kind of the, uh, the method by which this went big. Uh, iReport is their site. Sort of like Free Talk Live, how uh, Free Talk Live's site allows you to create content and then vote it up and down. iReport is sort of similar in that you can create content and, and you know the most viewed content is tracked. And so with CNN iReport, as of the end of the show on Saturday night on uh, About a Demo, we had hit number two. His article, the one about him, had hit number two most viewed of all time on iReport. That's a pretty big claim. Yeah, and I guess the iReport thing has been around for a couple of years now. I don't know the exact date at, at which it started. It's kind of CNN's version of let's make a social bookmarking website for our listeners or viewers. And uh, and It's not like we didn't do it. <laughs> right. And and now a demo story is number one. Now it is the number one most viewed story of all time on CNN iReport. So you got that. You've got uh, another story that's going to break pretty big. I don't know if I can announce which uh, news source it is, but another major online news uh, publication, news and opinion publication, will be doing a piece on a demo. And this one is going to be an original piece, whereas the one that you're seeing pop up on all these sites— It's really a press release. <laughs> you're right. It's essentially somebody took and, pu- and uh, published a press release— that was about a demo. They just copied and pasted it to CNN iReport. That went big. And so then that's also what uh, these other organizations have done. They basically copied and pasted uh, this. It's pathetic, but that's what they've done. You know, whatever. Uh, take the publicity. If I you agree. I, I'm for the publicity. It's just, you know, I mean, I, I, I bemoan the state of media in America. I mean, it, I think that it's, it's really amusing yeah. that a journalist— 
I mean, he's on a real live radio program. What do you want that a journalist, uh, you know, gets thrown in the pokey for recording public officials and journalists don't even take the time to write a news story about it? It's outrageous. At least there was an actual journalist there today at the trial. Excuse me, not the trial, but the the jury selection that went on this morning. They actually did. The Union Leader, which is the largest newspaper in New Hampshire, also made the front page uh, of that. Uh, It wasn't a big article, but it was there, right? I heard it was the front page. I don't know. What I I read from the Union Leader wasn't very big. I didn't see the actual paper, so I couldn't have told you what page what I read appeared on. It looked like a fairly large article to me when I read it. Uh, I was reading on uh, my mobile device, so maybe it looks larger there. I I don't know. But I heard it was front page, Mark. I had not verified it by looking uh, at the the physical front page myself. But you you can get a union leader in Keene. Oh, sure. They they deliver them here, but uh, only tried and true Republicans get them. Right. The union leader is the largest paper in New Hampshire. People do read it across the state of New Hampshire. Republicans do read it across the state. (laughs) And so the the union leader article wasn't bad, actually. It wasn't uh, like a real hit piece or anything. Yeah, but uh, they actually tried to interview the prosecutor. He refused to return a phone call. Okay, this is not the article I read. Huh. Mine was just flat. Nothing. Wow, okay. I don't know what you saw, Mark. Maybe you saw like a teaser piece for it or something, yeah, something like that. Something that was uh, just like one of those, you know, this is happening things. It was, you know, this long, three inches long. No, no, no. What you can do right now is if you want to see all of this coverage, I've made kind of a little uh, somewhat comprehensive piece of some of the major sites that have picked this up uh, over at freekeen.com. So if you'd like to see the Union Leader piece, if you'd like to see the Huffington Post, uh, where Huffington Post is, is racking up comments. There's a lot of comments. Uh, like 500 of them. And uh, people are very, very positive toward a demo. They're very positive toward the right. The very positive toward the right to record these government bureaucrats. So, if you'd like to see any of this, uh, you can go to freekeen.com. It is right there with the free a demo uh, graphic there toward the top. So, they did send a reporter out to the tr- uh, the hearing today, the uh, jury outreach that uh, she was there for some of that as well. And this is not the same article. Thanks. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. So. There you go. Now you believe that it was a front page piece, and it is on their front page on the on their website as well. So front, sometimes the union leader pulls this nonsense of uh, trying the you know this dirty trick of trying to get people to buy their pulp paper version of the the uh, the newspaper by having a little teaser online and saying in print only, which you know it seems kind of smart. Like print's so special, you have to buy. But do the people print. run out and buy the print edition? You gotta to get... wonder about that. It seems unlikely. How much, how much? How much sales does that little blurb drive? Whenever they put some sort of feature story only in the print edition of the Union Leader. I don't know why anyone would uh, be dying to to go out. I mean, really, it just doesn't seem like you're going to get out of your chair and do it. I suppose you could have seen enough of them pile up over time. You're like. I just got to get a subscription to the union leader so I can see these stories that are so important to me. <laughs> it's almost like uh, if we were to put some sort of a, I don't know, some kind of advertisement out or or during our podcast or something like that saying, you can listen to this story, but only during the live edition of Free Talk Live, as though we want to just cut people out of seeing or hearing a particular piece of news. Because inevitably, you're not going to have as many people see it if it's not available online. Right. Agreed. How? <laughs> you can only hear this part of Free Talk Live on your local radio station. Live. You know? 
let's cut out as many people from uh, from hearing things as possible. That well, the, seems the to newspaper. Be what, what bothers me about physical newspapers is their size. Like they're pretty much made for sitting back and relaxing and reading. Like they're not good for reading quickly, like in between things, because you have to open them up. And like sit back if you're a small person to be able to hold the whole thing. I enjoy it when sitting on the uh, the toilet. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you have those little. Those aren't like full newspapers. True, I do have a tabloid size broadsheet. onion. I do not have a full size broadsheet. You're right about that. So maybe the tabloid's a little bit easier. Right, like when I picture people reading the paper, I'm thinking of like dad drinking his orange juice like before breakfast with his coffee yeah. and like kicking back, you know, and I just, I can't imagine taking the time to unfold a newspaper and like sit back because I, I just read things all day, like on my phone or on the internet. Yeah, this I is can't. a generation gap. I, I, By the way. Absolutely, yeah, it's it's huge, and I just think that when you're talking about people under the age of 45, yeah. they just don't get newspapers. People, for whatever reason, you know, they're loaded up with more stuff these days, and they are busy. And uh, like you, Julia, you know, you've got a lot going on, and you'd rather you're digitally connected. You'd rather get something on your digital device. The lazy and, Gen Wires aren't wait, reading newspapers either. I mean, that's just that's just hokum. What the lazy Gen Wires? I mean, okay, what are those Gen Y? Oh, Gen Wires. I'm like, what? You said Gen Wires. I'm like, Gen Wires? What are, <laughs> okay, what's you're, a Gen you're, Wire? You're, you're buttering Julie up saying, oh, you're just practically a corporate executive and stuff. No. I mean, the fact is, nobody in Gen... The, the percentage of people in Gen Y, lazy, important, or whatever. There's more coming up. 855-453. Your thoughts at Demo Newspapers. You- Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized free market digital currency. You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at spendbitcoins.com. When you spend bitcoins on Amazon via spendbitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.spendbitcoins.com. Once again, that's spendbitcoins.com. <laughs> This is Free Talk Live, 855-453-SACL-CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free. Enjoy those. Again, freetalklive.com. Features including news updates. You can go to news.freetalklive.com. Sign up for our news updates uh, via email. And then if you are perhaps more into the Twitter or Facebook scene, you'll want to sign up for our uh, following us there because we do more with those now. Used to be just kind of sent the same thing to all three of those. Now we're sending way more to uh, Twitter and Facebook during the show specifically. So we're constantly putting out, or at least for us, it's constant. We got uh, us a PR expert. Yeah, we've got a, a somebody who's really helping us out uh, understanding how to do these things. And uh, so we've been doing more Twittering and Facebooking. And uh, I didn't really get the Twitter thing. I, I'm not entirely sure that I still do get the Twitter thing, but but we're doing it. Yeah, pe- we're doing it, and people are reacting and interacting. And uh, you know, it's been it, you know, especially the Facebook comments on the tweets that we're sending out. I don't know, like it, the tweets and the the Facebook stuff ho- together is a hoot. And yes. so we've been hooting and. People have been commenting, especially on Facebook. And uh, the comments are that people are liking it. So thank you for that. You can go to twitter.freetalklive.com. Takes you right to our Twitter page. Also, yeah, Facebook. It kind of feels like updates kind of feel like spam to me, I guess. But that's why, you know, why I was originally like, eh, 
I don't want to bother people. But I never feel they, that they way. They like it. Yeah, I never felt that way. Well, I never feel that way when I see people on my timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for not my timeline, but uh, on my Facebook feed, my news feed, I guess is what it's called. I never feel that way about their things. I just think, hey, you know, I'm finding out a little more about these people. Well, yeah. And so you're opting in anyway. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you can opt out. And just sign up for the news updates via email, and then you'll get things less often, a lot less often. So uh, go to news.freetalklive.com, and that'll link you also over to facebook.freetalklive.com, where you can get signed up there as well. We're talking about our friend Adamo, who is currently in jail. He's awaiting a trial coming up on Monday. It's expected to be a two-day trial, and so get to spend six hours in the car. Yay. Uh, but I'll be going. And I was there today for the jury selection. Uh, the, you know, the judge in this case is an interesting character. Uh, we've had... Some really bad experiences. The activists up here have had some really bad experiences with uh, judges here in Cheshire County. Uh, but this guy probably is the most reasonable judge that I've come across thus far in New you Hampshire. You guys haven't broken him yet? No. I mean, he's pretty pretty cool. Like, he doesn't shout at anybody for anything that I've noticed in the, in the audience. He's He's relatively, you know laid back in the way he kind of de- handles himself and delivers himself. I mean, he's still... Not he's not dropping Adamo's charges. He could very well look at the prosecutor and say, "Don't you ever bring this crap in front of me again." And I don't know that he can. Absolutely, he can. He's the judge. The judge can look at anything that comes in front of him. It fits what Adamo did. Fits the letter of the law. The law is unconstitutional. As a judge, he has the right any time he wants to. to, Get this out of my way. I've got real criminals to go after. I suppose he he could. I don't know. He absolutely could do that. And he plays it off as though, oh, I can't. The prosecutor wants to bring the charges. we got to go to trial, which is nonsense. But all that aside, he could be a little tyrant in his courtroom, like some judges have in the past, and he's not. Not doing that. So I actually, as uh, as I was cleaning things up today, because I'm kind of the the camera guy, I come in with my camera and I set, set up the tripod and... Pretty consistent at doing this in the courthouses. If I haven't been banned from the courthouse, I will uh, come in and record whatever's going on uh, with the Liberty activists up here. And so I complimented the judge as I was cleaning up, and the courtroom was kind of emptied out. And I said, I just want to thank you for being you know, reasonable and calm or whatever. I don't remember exactly what I said, but something to that effect. Like, I just want to appreciate uh, how reasonable you've been and uh, and thank him. I thanked him. He, he talked back, and he said that uh, he would guarantee – that I would have a spot for the trial uh, to record. So if a, if WMUR, he said, if the big media shows up, which whether they will or not remains to be seen, but the uh, union leader was there today. But if if a camera person, it's a pretty big deal, yeah. right? If a camera person from WMUR is to show up, they will have to. Uh, they will be there as well. They will be allowed to set up as well. But I'll, I will also uh, be allowed to set up. So that way we don't have to do what they call pool coverage. Where WMUR would say, be allowed in and no one else, and then they would have to share their footage whenever they do. How often, you know, how long it would take them to get around to it, I don't know. Thankfully, I've never had to share footage with a major media organization. But can you imagine what what sort of a hassle that could be, trying to get footage from these guys? I can only imagine that they could really care less about you. Yeah. So, so that was kind of nice. You know, he didn't have to do that, right? So it was kind of you a nice little... You didn't have to thank him either. It's a nice, great. Nice little nod to the independent media, at least from uh, from this particular judge. So we'll keep you in the loop as to what's going on with that. Uh, Eric is with us listening in Columbus. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. Yeah, I guess you guys are going to start off with a demo, so I figure I'd call in right away. Great. Um, so just what Mark said a second ago about the law itself, 
from my reading of it, it sounds like there's a part that covers uh, reasonable uh, an explanation of uh, privacy. And in this case, calling a police station, does the cop really have an expectation of privacy on the lines going into the police station? And same with the school, for that matter. Yeah, I mean, you know, can a public bureaucrat speaking to the public while being paid by the public on telephone lines that are being paid for by the public, can they expect privacy? This it doesn't is make much sense. I mean, wouldn't they expect that calls, one, especially in the police station, are being recorded anyways? And secondly, wouldn't you expect your public bureaucrats to act like they're being recorded, you know, to have well, the, the yeah, level of deference it. that one would have if one was being recorded. Right, exactly. I think the whole the whole expectation of privacy thing's kind of moot, and it shouldn't be there in the first place. But in these two cases, I, I don't think either of these people would even have an expectation of privacy in the first place. I think you make a great point, and ultimately, I suppose that's one of the points the jury is going to have to really heavily consider and is one of the reasons why this is such an important case. I mean, this yeah, is. Yeah, I don't know which direction Adamo is going with his particular strategy, but hey, that's something that might be useful. I, I don't either, but that's one of the things that, one of the reasons why this is a landmark case because you've actually got. It is that. A jury. Now, there was a, there's going to be a piece coming out soon. This wouldn't we'll, exist in most states. It's only the dozen or so states that are two-party states. That's the only reason yeah, this exists. Exist and that crap needs to go away. It sure does. The two-party thing is what you mean when you say that crap. Yes. Uh, it's terrible. So I, I think you make a, a special point. kind of pronoun I use. Eric, thank you for that. Uh, anything else on your mind tonight? Uh, no, that's it for tonight. Appreciate your call. You thank know, you. I, I have a private line at work, and I would never expect that um, if somebody called me on it, um, you know, I would just always act like someone was recording because I'm at work. So, mm-hmm. you know, I shouldn't really be talking about anything inappropriately on my work phone anyway, just like I shouldn't be sending inappropriate emails at work because right. that stuff can always come back to haunt you. Yeah, I so. can't imagine. I, I'd love to hear the scenario. That well, you're was, accountable, by the way, to yes. your bosses and the customers and uh, everybody else that you do business with there. Whereas these bureaucrats have no accountability whatsoever. They they live right. in their little towers and they believe they are completely but, untouchable by anybody who, who cares and enough to ask a question. The point I was trying to make is that I want to be accountable. I It doesn't bother me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm ready to be accountable because I should be. And so I have nothing to hide, so what's the problem? I, I exactly. want to know the, the scenario that came up in the minds of legislatures that passed these uh, two-party laws in this dozen state, in the dozen states that have them that said, oh, yeah, you absolutely have to know whether you're being recorded or not. I just want to free That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Give us your insights. Bring up whatever's on your mind to control of the airwaves. It's Free Talk Live. Do you have a website or product that you make available to people nationally or even internationally? Free Talk Live is heard on more than 100 radio stations and two XM channels. FTL's also been voted five times the best political podcast of the year and four times been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list, the 100 most important radio programs in the country. We can do ad packages for you from as little as $500 a month on up to $3,000. I'll work with you to customize a package that will work within your budget. Contact me, Mark, at mark at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You bring up anything you want, toll-free at 855-453. It's SACL CAI toll-free line. And you can join us over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features we give to you. 
And there are a lot of them there, including listening options live streams. We've got three different versions. Broadband, midband, and narrowband. You can get tuned into whichever one best fits your internet connection speed. So go to listen.freetalklive.com to accomplish that. That's listen.freetalklive.com. You'll also learn about the over 100 radio stations that we air on across the country on AM and FM. Our satellite listening choices include XM Satellite Radio, where we have two different channels that carry the show during the week uh, and weekend. We also have our webcam and the free-to-air KU Band satellite, as well as listen lines that allow you to listen over a phone line. So if you've got a phone that can dial long distance, you're welcome to call into the listen lines as well. So plenty of different ways to get Free Talk Live in your ears. Go to listen.freetalklive.com to learn more. 855-450-FREE is our number here tonight. We are updating you on the Ademo situation. According to, uh, well, personal experience, I was there at the uh, the courthouse today. There were, uh, I would say, several dozen activists, probably between 25 and 36 uh, that came and went throughout the two hours that we were there at the Manchester Superior Court uh, today, and I would say a good, you know, close to 20 that were there bright and early at about... And this is uh, for just jury selection. Right, I mean, this, this is, is just for jury trial. selection, which is a relatively uneventful uh, happening. It is mostly, cannot even mostly be recorded uh, by the press simply because there's some sort of rule against showing the faces or the names or hearing the names of the jurors. And so there's a portion during the jury selection during which they will say names and they'll call these guys and they'll stand up and talk to the judge briefly if they need to. And so I could not record any of that. But I did record the interaction between Ademo and the judge prior to the, the actual selection, which was, I think, interesting. So that footage is going to come out. That'll be available for uh, for folks to view. And it was also interesting, some of the questions the judge asked Ademo if he should ask or that the things that the the judge was considering mentioning to the jury, he he kind of checked with a demo to see if a demo was what did a demo think as to whether or not the judge should uh, say X, Y, or Z to the jury. And it was just interesting watching that as somebody who's been through jury selection before with a completely different judge in a different courtroom. And I had none of this kind of uh, discretion or you know or uh, I guess I'm not sure what the, what the latitude right for that. Yeah, I, I had none of that uh, that level of uh, appreciation from a judge as a as a defendant. This guy was he actually asked a demo should I ask uh, the jurors whether or not they are free staters or, or they know they know a free stater or some sort of question about you know mentioning that a demo is a, a free stater and uh, you know as a possibility to exclude people right because when you're doing jury selection you have at least in new hampshire you have three what they call peremptory challenges where you can just cut somebody for no reason you don't have to state a reason you don't have to make an objection you can just cut somebody and uh, so you can submit questions to the judge and the judge decides whether or not to ask these questions. You submit these questions uh, in advance. But he was actually allowing uh, a demo to make those decisions right before selection, mm. whereas I had to do it a good week or two beforehand, right. uh, decide they, what I wanted to ask. <laughs> All the evidence points to them hating you here in Cheshire County. But the idea was that – you mean them <laughs> meaning the government bureaucrats. That's the ones, yeah. Um, and, but the idea that you know, what he was suggesting to a demo was he could ask jurors – if they have an opinion about, I guess the question would be because you always have to ask the question in a form of a if a if the juror answers in a yes, then that's that makes them questionable. So you would ask a question like, do you have an opinion, positive or negative, about the Free State Project? Can you project? ask them, do you have a negative opinion about the Free State Project? You could. You could ask that question. And but that would also 
possibly get the other persons thrown out uh, as well. So remember, the the state has peremptory challenges. Okay. So the state can also axe uh, three and people. Right also, in this circumstance, uh, most of the people that have negative opinions about the Free State Project tend to be liberals, mm-hmm. and a liberal is going to support more likely uh, the uh, you know the, the right of the press to you know record police officials so maybe you wouldn't want to do such a thing maybe but then on the other hand uh, the, remember two of the bureaucrats that were recorded or allegedly recorded in this case were school board members mm-hmm. so two of the, well, not school board but worked for the school one a principal yeah. uh, one a principal another a secretary in a high school in manchester mm-hmm. another one the third person was a police officer so obviously the conservative type people and there is a military guy on the panels like a vietnam veteran is up there when hard when to asked, say though i mean you know when, <laughs> the vietnam veterans the ones who got it the worst from the government this is true <laughs> But you can tell this guy I mean, is The only like way mili- you'd be worse is if you're a black Vietnam War veteran. Maybe American Indian Vietnam War veteran. You can tell this guy is a vet because when asked if he had any problems, because they always call somebody's name, the mm-hmm. person stands up, so-and-so, do you have any issues? Do you need to talk to me or whatever? And the person says, nope, and they go on. Or yes, and then they go talk to the judge and they tell them why they, they think they're not qualified for this jury. And this guy answered, negative. You know, everybody else says no, sir, no, sir, and this guy says negative. I mean, that's mm-hmm. clearly a kind of a military uh, response, mm-hmm. uh, anyway. But there was one woman who was a teacher that got called up to the the front. She's got to go, and <laughs> she did go. end up going. Uh, she did end up going, but apparently, the same teacher who you know, technically, I love you. Thank you for the fact that I can read, but get out. Yeah, <laughs> this uh, lady who technically you know may be a liberal. I'm just going to go out on a, on a limb and, and suggest that it's a limb. Uh, that that she may be a liberal. Uh, she also refused the jury nullification flyer out front. So right out the gate, this lady is is bad news. I mean, she's refused the jury nullification flyer, and then you find out that she's a teacher on a trial Squish. where her fellow coworkers in the same school system, you know, there are basically witnesses in the trial. So there uh, isn't a conflict of interest there. Well, you said she's not on the jury, I right? I think Adamo might have used one of his challenges to uh, to cut her, but it's hard to hear all of that from up front because they kind of come, they kind of conference around the judge and they whisper. Mm-hmm. So you can't really make out what's going on. So I had my my hand cupped around my ear to try to make out what uh, what people were saying, and I did hear her say that she was a teacher. So we know we know that much about her. Uh, so jury selection went down. I would say that uh, it'll be interesting, you know, how it turns out. As usual, there's a mix of people on the jury. Uh, a lot of women on this particular jury, and a, and some people took the flyer, and probably at least a quarter of them did not take the flyer. So we were handing out jury nullification information out in front of the courthouse from 8 to 9 this morning. So the selection happened at 9, so we were there for the hour solid prior to that with uh, free Adamo-related signs. Uh, there are pictures and video, of course, will be coming out at some point, probably at freekeen.com. You can keep your eyes open there uh, for that. We uh, uh, Pete Ayer ended up having an encounter with court security. He carries a wallet chain, and sometimes court security has a problem with this. Sometimes they don't. And as Pete points out in the video, it just shows how arbitrary this whole process is. That you know, Sometimes the wallet chain's a dangerous weapon, and sometimes it's just a wallet chain, according to port, uh, court security. So far, he's never strangled anybody with the wallet chain, right? No, and Clyde Voluntarius from North Carolina, who driven all the way up here, by the way, just for this, uh, this whole process, he can stay in town for an extra week and come to the trial as well. But he had uh, one of those press badge lanyards on, and so he was there while the security were harassing Pete, and he pulls out his lanyard and says, well, what about this? Can't you choke somebody with this, too? Well, apparently that was okay. Yeah. 
So I'm the surprised if they that they a- would be okay with you bringing up like, hey, I could choke you with this right now and <laughs> right. not say anything. Yeah. So just, you know, typical, arbitrary, ridiculous behavior on the part of the court bureaucracy. And uh, our friend Adamo, he looks good, you know, looks like he's he's feeling all right as far as being in a really terrible place. And it's going to go to trial on Monday. So we will keep you in the loop with what's going on as the news continues to break, as uh, news continues to blow up across the country on various different platforms. You can get links to those over at freekeen.com. So I think we've covered uh, everything, unless you all have any questions for me about what went on today. I think that's it. All right. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You know, we were talking about newspapers. And kind of how anachronistic they are in that, uh, you know, anachronism is something that exists in a time period that probably shouldn't. You know, we're we're here in the 21st century. And when I was walking down the street, I saw, I forget where I was. I, it might have been, it was Manchester, actually. I saw a barber kind of dressed as like the old bar, old school barber, like with a, the white mm. smock or whatever it is. They, a barber Usually light clothes. blue. Uh, okay. Well, this one, maybe it was really light. light blue, but it looked white. And uh, he was kind of sitting out in front of his barber shop, his feet propped up, and his cup of coffee, and his slicked back hair, and his uh, his newspaper. And I just thought, I am walking by an anachronism. Eight five five four fifty free. You can take control of the airwaves. One eight five five four five zero three seven three three. Coming up, a little bit more about newspapers from the Onion, which actually is a newspaper. It's Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up whatever you want. 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that you will find there. They are completely free. Again, freetalklive.com. And we've been hooting. We've been doing uh, <laughs> tweets and Facebooking. I don't like this word. You don't like hooting? Well, like I'm tweeting? not... I'm not a tweeter, and uh, so I, I don't know. When every time you say hooting, you kind of put an emphasis on like we're hooting over here, <laughs> and it just it it's reminds funny. me of hooting and a hollering. Well, it's kind of what we're doing online, <laughs> I guess, uh, trying to get people's attention by retweeting, as it's called, and uh, and hashtagging, uh, and so I hate hashtags. There, you know, it's a weird thing. I don't really quite understand it myself. Uh, but it is what it is. People like this stuff. So we're doing it, and you can get interactive with us over there at uh, twitter.freetalklive.com and facebook.freetalklive.com. I like the reactions we get. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so let's see. What else? Oh, yeah. Free Talk Live AMP program. Amp.freetalklive.com. You can go there. Get signed up for as little as $3 per month. And bear with me as I'm a little behind in processing amps. Normally, I do it every Saturday. I kind of make sure that the system's working correctly, kind of check over the automation, make sure that you know nobody falls through the cracks. At least that's what I intend to do every Saturday. But I've been working up until yesterday at the county fair every single day. So honestly, I tried doing some yesterday, and I got through like five emails in three hours. So I just had to 
just put it away for a, for a little bit. And of course, today I was in Manchester all day, so I promise you, tomorrow, uh, amplifiers, I will catch up. Please go to amp.freetalklive.com, and you can support Free Talk Live for as little as 3 bucks per month. We'll take that money in and invest it in the show. And one of the things that the AMP money has recently... We made a big shift recently. Well, actually... It was a tenth. You know, we basically shifted a tenth of our money uh, from the amps from Google, Google AdWords, mm-hmm. where you used to see every now and then if you would t- type in like talk radio or XM or F- FM talk, things like that, you'd get free talk live showing up in the advertisements, the Google AdWords over on the right hand side of Google results. Uh, we were doing that for what? Probably at least a couple of years now. We've been giving them hundreds of dollars a month just to send us what, sort of untrackable. Right. Send us what they claim were people that were interested in our show. But over over time, you know, we looked at our stats and we weren't really growing. Not like so, Google way. Google was claiming that oh, you're getting all these clicks because if you give Google, basically, you set a budget with Google and they spend your budget. Like you 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 don't set a three hundred dollar a month budget with Google and they come back to you and say, well, oh, we sorry, only, you only had ten bucks this yep, month. Yep, uh, only looks like uh, you got twelve clicks. Uh, Sorry, well, we'll just only take 10 bucks from you or 20 bucks. No, no, they're going to take every single dollar and they're going to say that you got all those clicks. And so you figure, well, if we're getting all these clicks every month, you know, a couple hundred, whatever, then we should have some kind of increased downloads. But no, that's not the case at all. We're down. On downloads, on total downloads per month, it's our, just people aren't downloading back shows. As right, much as our current shows, our fresh shows, are still getting about the same amount of downloads they got a couple of years ago. So that hasn't uh, increased significantly. We've had more radio stations come on board. Our website hits are up, uh, but the the actual downloading of the show is is about on par. So if, so we figured let's let's move the money around. Let's see what we can do with uh, the same amount of money with a, a PR person, and it's been great. Yep. I mean, uh, I'd like to point out our radio listenership is up by 30%. That's excellent. <laughs> uh, we're over 100 uh, radio affiliates at this out time. Out there when other shows, uh, main, you know, old line shows, CNN, Fox, Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, these shows are taking it in uh, the pants as far as listenership goes. Free Talk Live, rising. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so We are the next generation of issues-oriented talk. Yeah, although we're getting older. Uh, 855-453. That's yeah, the, the, one of the youngest talk show hosts true. in America. That's the SACL, Nationally syndicated. SACL CAI toll-free line. So you can get on the air here, bring up whatever's on your mind. You know, since we're talking about media, talking about big media and old media, let's go to the old media, the print media that we were kind of poking fun at earlier. Uh, there's one particular print source that is willing to poke fun at itself. Most newspapers take themselves pretty seriously. Obviously, they consider themselves serious journalistic publications, but The Onion is not one of those. The Onion is a satirical paper that uh, perhaps you've come across over time. Odds are good you haven't come across the physical version of it unless you live in a major city like you know, Philly or New York City or Washington, D.C. And actually, they are in, I think, markets as small as Austin. But there's about 15 cities around the country that actually has a physical copy of The Onion that is available at various different newsstands across the city. Uh, in most places, you'd have to subscribe through the, the physical mail to receive an actual copy of it. But most people go online to theonion.com. And here's one about papers. New York. Headline. Economically healthy daily planet. Now most unrealistic part of Superman universe. This is from their comics issue. They did an issue recently, which was like all comic book themed. Frustrated fans of the Superman comic book said Monday the continued financial stability and cultural relevance of the series Daily Planet newspaper is now the most unrealistic part of its universe and an annoying distraction that has ruined their reading experience. 
while they acknowledge that enjoying the adventures of a superhero who can fly, lift a bus over his head, and shoot beams of intense heat from his eyes requires some suspension of belief. <laughs> or, excuse me, suspension of disbelief. I wish I disbelief. could do that. Long-time fans told... Shoot beams from my eyes? You know, having I've seen any, you do it, actually. Having any kind of superpower would pretty much uh, you know, guarantee you a pretty good life. Yeah. I mean, Flying whatever that would be another one that would be pretty handy. You know, it's interesting. In the Marvel Universe, they have these things called mutants, right? Um, the suggestion is, is that uh, the, the human race is evolving to the next level, and some of them have powers like magnetism and mind reading and, uh, you know, adamantium claws. Actually, the yep. adamantium claws are an, an update to a mutant power, but the mutant power of, uh, I guess, bones shooting out of his hands that are, uh, hmm. um, you know, there and, and the ability to heal and whatever. Um, there's these mutants. It's interesting that they don't have the mutant power, you know, just the kind of the minor mutant powers. They never talk about these people with the minor mutant powers. You the mean person they who can in cause D.C.? Sta- in D.C. Okay. The person who can cause static on any electronic device that they walk into the room. The person whose fingernails grow too quickly. I mean, you know, the, you know whatever it, that mutant power might be, they don't mention the minor mutant powers. It's always the major ones that are, uh, you know, that they talk about. Says here that uh, longtime fans told reporters they simply could not accept a daily metropolitan newspaper still thriving in the media landscape of 2012. I can play along with Superman using a steel girder to swat someone into outer space, but I just can't get past the idea that the Daily Planet still occupies one of the largest skyscrapers in all of Metropolis and is totally impervious to newsroom layoffs or dwindling home subscriptions, said comics blogger Mark Daigle, adding that it was impossible for him to even look at Superman's alter ego Clark Kent without immediately thinking that he would have been replaced a long time ago by a freelancer who gets paid nine cents a word and receives no health benefits. (laughs) Every time the Daily Planet shows up, I just get taken out of the story completely. I usually flip ahead to Superman freezing a volcano with his breath or something. I'm not saying the Daily Planet has to be an entirely accurate depiction of a media anachronism that no longer has a single reliable revenue stream, Daigle added, but come on, don't insult us. Other fans said the Daily Planet, for which some strange reason, or which for some strange reason, has not been acquired by multimillionaire Lex Luthor with a promise to give readers shorter articles with more sizzle, is so deeply woven into the Superman universe that they had no choice but to avoid the comic altogether. They said even the most exciting stories are routinely marred by absurd depictions of a publication that somehow flourishes in print and whose millions of loyal readers seem oblivious to the idea of getting news online faster and for free. I can totally buy into an epic battle in which Superman claps his hands and creates a sonic boom that sends Darkseid flying through 50 buildings, lifelong reader Richard Taft says. But as soon as people start lining up at newsstands to read about it in the Daily Planet, I think, doesn't anyone have a computer at work? Are there no smartphones? Before I know it, I'm suddenly aware I'm reading a fictional comic book and the spell's totally broken. <laughs> At least they, the least they could do is have Daily Planet editor-in-chief Perry White be forced into retirement by an MBA 25 years his junior. Taft continued, it'd be a start. Lou Wadlow, owner of a Boston-area comic book store, said the outright ridiculousness of the Daily Planet not putting up a paywall in a future a futile attempt to remain profitable is causing <laughs> the popular comic to lose readers, especially younger ones. The kids will flip through a copy of Superman, roll their eyes, and put it right back on the rack, said Wadlow. They're only 9, 10 years old, but they're already drawing the line at a flourishing daily newspaper that is considered an essential news source for absolutely everyone, seems to have no morale issues among its staff, and hasn't lost a dime of ad money to aggregator sites. I mean, even Superman could be killed by kryptonite, Wadlow added. Well, this goes to show just how popular Superman is, is the most exciting thing to happen to him in a decade is death. You know, uh, Chris, <laughs> our, our brother Luther, he was actually named after Superman, Christopher Reeve. 
My dad so. really liked Superman. Oh. Yes, which is why it's kind of funny that his nickname is Luther. That right? he chose for himself. Yes, right? he did choose that for himself because Luther is Lex Luther, mm. the evil guy <laughs> in That's Superman. Yes. Uh, so the last line here is: I mean, even Superman could be killed by kryptonite. Said Wadlow. The Daily Planet's indestructible. I just thought that was fun to read that, especially we were talking about reading uh, newspapers and how many people in the younger generation actually do it. How many, uh, you know, younger uh, Gen Y, for instance, how many Gen X even uh, actually have a newspaper subscription? I am a Gen Xer and I have a newspaper subscription. You are on the older side, though, of Gen X, correct? Uh, I'm right in the smack dab in the middle, as really? I understand it. Okay. The reason that I have a newspaper subscription isn't to read it. I read actually read the local news online. Uh, we get the we get it for the coupons. There's at least <laughs> enough coupons, and it's a, it's a good enough ad venue yeah. still um, to you know be worth having it delivered. All right, eight five five four fifty three. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Coming up, we'll talk to you about the chalker lady, and we'll give you an update on her situation. Hi, I'm Roger Schlesinger, the Mortgage Minute Guy. I'm a mortgage lender throughout all 50 states in this great country of ours. The majority of people in the United States love the 30-year fix. We're the only country that actually has a 30-year fix. And you pay a very big price to get a low monthly payment. If you were to refinance into a $350,000 30-year fix in the low threes, it would take you seven years to pay it down from $350,000 to $300,000. If instead you refinance into a 15-year fix in the high twos, it would only take you two and a half years to pay it down. And in seven years, you would pay all the way down from 350000 to 200000 You can't afford this kind of treatment. You must get into a better loan, and we'll show you how. Call us at 866-288-0088, 866-288-0088, or go to MortgageMinuteGuy.com. Until next time, I'm Roger Schlesinger, the Mortgage Minute Guy. This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves. Toll free, 855-453. SACL CAI toll free line. 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features we give to you. Uh, Again, freetalklive.com allows you to actually control the content of the site. So you find something that you want to share with our listeners, submit it as show prep. It will be voted upon. And the most voted up makes it to the front page and the top of the site. So head over to freetalklive.com. Here tonight with you, it's Ian. And Julia. And Mark. All right. So we got an update, uh, Mark, on a case that we talked about once upon a time. Probably several months ago at this point. And I don't recall you being here for this, uh, the original conversation we had, Mark. It was about a mom who was talking with her daughter, I believe, out on some rocks in the water. Wasn't it out on the beach? Yeah. Okay. Kind of a rocky beach, but yeah. Yeah, I, you know, being from Sarasota, Florida, G, uh, beaches seem to me that, you know, the, the rest of the beaches in the world stink. So Yeah, you know. well, we, where we're from, actually, the Siesta Key has won some award, as I recall, for like the best beach or sand whitest in the world. beach sand in the world yeah. and uh consistently is on like top tens uh for you know best beaches to yeah. go to so anyway so i am also consistently disappointed by the other beaches <laughs> i see <laughs> go to beaches uh my my son was taking swimming lessons out in a local uh lake and i you know, like, stepping on the sand i don't know whether they brought this stuff in or dug it up i have yep. no idea where they got the sand from I'm like stepping on this, this stuff is awful <laughs> but this is what it's like to be spoiled you know uh you know there's a beach around here on a lake that i thought was 
was better than the shoreline on the, the east coast of New Hampshire. Now, the shoreline on the east coast of New Hampshire is it's nothing ugly. to write home about, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> so anyway, what's, uh, what's the update? Because this lady was uh, under, you know, facing criminal charges. She was arrested for uh, basically talking with her daughter. Virginia mother has received 50 hours of community service after her four-year-old daughter used chalk to draw on rocks at the Bell Island in Richmond. Uh, RawStory.com is reporting here. The judge determined that there was enough evidence to convict Susan Mortensen, 29, on charges of vandalism, but the charges were expected to be dismissed if she completes the 50 hours of work by January the 3rd, according to WWBT. During a uh, court hearing, Officer Stacy Rogers testified that Mortensen had cursed when she was given the ticket. <gasps> Somebody used right. an expletive when you gave them a, a ticket for somebody else drawing on rocks. Right. How dare someone call it BS or whatever it is she said to the officer when he uh, you know, confronted her at a shoreline location where the likelihood of some sort of washing off of the chalk is even higher than any other location you could possibly chalk. Defense attorney G. Brian Tracy says his client apologized for the confrontation with the police. Now, you know, I, I can tell you that I've watched a lot lot of video with a lot of police dealing with a lot of the public and i've seen a lot of cursing among the police and i have never not one time ever heard the police officers apologize for their language so i mean once again to me this is an example of how they are better than us right you they are the king's men how dare you upset your betters they're also calling it confrontational that she like she's apologizing for her confrontation but the entire interaction was confrontational that's right and the police initiated that yeah and i don't know what i think about uh, you know i think that there's i think there's a point where chalking is vandalism i'm I'm not going to disagree if this lady and her kid came up to my house and they were chalking on it i would call that vandalism i think there's a problem with sort of public parks and you know i mean kids are given chalk they want to play with chalk chalk is interesting it comes off i swear so i mean i don't know where chalk fits in our society as far as these things go but i'm thinking rocks chalk drawings i mean this just it sounds really 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 frivolous to me yeah it's ridiculous and uh, you know i mean that's the giving of a difference Sorry, look at the difference in these uh, chalking incidents that we've seen over the last year. You got the story out of, I think it was Florida, where a guy ended up getting a $170,000 award out of a chalking case where he was charged with some sort of vandalism thing Mm -hmm. for, or disorder, I think it's it's either vandalism or disorderly conduct or one of these kind of catch-alls that they'll they'll throw at you. Because in some cases you can't get convicted of vandalism for chalking because it's just not there in the code, because it's not permanent. Because it's not going to permanently mar a face of uh, some sort of structure, so right. it's not it's not vandalism. That's why they'll hit you with uh, obstructing police business or you know disorderly conduct, one of these catch-alls. Anyway, so you get the guy that got convicted for a hundred and seventy, or he got a hundred seventy thousand dollars settlement. Like ninety nine percent of it went to the attorney's fees, but he got the settlement nonetheless. It was an important case. You've got this one. Where where was it? Virginia, North Carolina. Virginia. Virginia, where this lady is going to be doing 50 hours of community service, and then a demo who is currently sitting in a jail cell because of chalking. He was chalking the outside of the Manchester court, excuse me, the Manchester Police Department. He was sentenced to two, to, uh, two months in jail, 60 days. For chalking. He actually got uh, like two years uh, with right. the suspended sentences and stuff. Yes. I mean, it's nuts. Yeah, that's how insane this is. So- and And uh, the difference, of course, 
is that uh, Damo was chalking for activism's sake. And I don't know what the I don't know what the Florida guy was though. I don't recall that. I don't know. That's that guy's reason for chalking. But a demo was chalking in a way that threatened the state. This woman was just on the you know the rocks at the beach drawing things with her daughter. But a demo was writing political messages, you know, essentially. I mean, not really political messages. He wasn't supporting a politician, but he was writing messages that that had that sort of issues oriented oriented yes. approach. You know, he was taking on the police department, calling them out for being violent thugs, and chalking on their the outside of their building. So uh, it's just. You know, there's no consistency whatsoever with this system, and there's just so much evidence of the lack of that consistency. It's just, it's appalling. So, anything else we need to know about that case, Mark? I think that that's uh, pretty much what it comes down to. I mean, it says, I mean, the story does go on here. The who mo- thinks it's okay? Who? who the mother who will have could- to scrape and repaint about 200 boundary posts in and near James River, but first she'll have to remove all the weeds around the posts. This is her community service? She's been... She's been told yep. what community service to do as opposed to allowing yes. to choose it. This is it. Says, I, and she I'm says, I'm not sure I've ever seen that before. She says, I, I agree that the outcome is something I would ag- uh, agree with, and I thought it would help as far as doing the community service. Wow. Um, the legal analyst uh, Steve Benjamin here from WWBT said in March that Mortensen should not have gotten the ticket in the first place. Using sidewalk chalk on to draw on some little uh, doodle on a rock is not criminal, Benjamin explained. If that were criminal, then um, so would be hopscotch, writing Johnny Loves Susie right. on sidewalks. And as for four-year-old daughter, Mortensen said she had been traumatized by the experience. She's uh, very scared of chalk, for one, uh, Mortensen said, and now she's nervous around cops. What we need to do, well, for good reason, at yeah. least she's learned oh, no something. no doubt. I mean, the fact is that the uh, that they've hired so many police officers and sent them out to do such frivolous work out there that no wonder kids, uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, at this point, every adult's scared when a cop pulls up behind them with, and turns sure. lights on. But I mean, you know, no wonder this little girl's scared. And this is going to just only happen more and more with cops shutting down lemonade stands and that kind of thing. Well, I mean, these people want very, very badly to be heroes to children, and they're doing just the opposite, though. Lemonade Freedom Day is coming up in less than two weeks. I believe the 18th is going to be the day for that, where... Adults and their children will be going out and setting up lemonade stands across the country, and there's, of course, going to be another uh, instance of this in Washington, D.C., at which there were three arrests last year. Now, the arrests were all of uh, people who were adults, so there weren't actually any, I don't believe, any kids involved in the stand at D.C. I think it was an all-adult-run stand. So it's always easier for the cops, the bullies in this case, to pick on the adults because it doesn't look as bad in the mainstream media when they arrest somebody. Even if it's an adult for selling lemonade, it looks worse because, well, you should have gotten a permit. Kids don't have to have permits, but adults do because that's what adults do. They beg for uh, permission to do things. But they and- happily harass kids, too. They do here and there, but uh, you know it's they're less likely to. Like for instance, if you were to send your five-year-old child with a piece of chalk in front of the police department and have them chalk some hopscotch or a smiley face or a peace sign or something like that, odds are good nothing would happen to them. But send somebody who's 18 years old or 25 or 35 and give them a piece of chalk, and even if they don't chalk on the actual building, you will have a problem. If you're like right out in front of the police department chalking on the ground, there's a good chance they're going to come out and have words with you. And there's even a, there's even a possibility that you'll get arrested. And so it would be interesting to have a National Chalk the Police Day, which they have had. Coplock.org put one of those together in the past. Uh, but it would be interesting to have a National Kids Chalk the Police Day where parents come out with their kids and just have the kids chalk all over the police department. I think that would be beautiful. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You could have a little contest where the kids could get a prize for the best chalking on the wall of the police department. 
855-450-FREE. You can bring up anything that you want. Take control of these airwaves. Well, that's what they convicted this mom for. Still to come. Speaking of young people, female students being forced to take pregnancy tests in government school, I believe. We'll tell you about it coming up. It's Free Talk Live. The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest Liberty Forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Toll free. 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we give to you. Uh, Lots of different stuff is waiting for you there, including the Shrine of Female Listeners with dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their their validated photo or video proving that... They're listeners to the show. You can go to shrine.freetalklive.com to see that. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project. We're getting people who love liberty together in the same place to work toward more freedom in our lifetime. And it's so great to be able to get up at 6 in the morning and to have nine people ready to roll at 6.30 from all around the area, come together to the same place to carpool. We had two carloads full of people that went out this morning. It's a work day. It's bright and early. And we had nine people coming just from Keene out you know, to Manchester. Ian, people don't have, when, when you're talking about this, you have so much experience having done activism in Sarasota, Florida, and having nobody show up. And you know, calling people the night before and making sure they were going to show, yeah. and them saying yes, and then not them not showing. And I'm as guilty of this as uh, anybody. I remember there was some well, protest. Well, you blew me off. I, I know I did once um, <laughs> at some courthouse thing or another yeah. that I thought might have been been you know worth going to, and then you know when the time came, it didn't seem important or whatever. Yeah, I got a cake to make. Uh, right, something. <laughs> but nobody knows because they haven't done this. They don't understand just how difficult it is to get nine to people activism. to go. I mean, you know, the chances if you have a court case of your mom coming are pretty slim. Yeah, it's true. Unless you give her a ride and she's retired. Exactly. Well, people are busy, and it's understandable. It's sure it's understandable. It doesn't. You know, I'm not. I'm not calling them evil or anything like that. I'm well, just saying, you gotta know. It's really if you work difficult. Up Monday through like I work Monday through Friday, sure. so it's just not an option. I mean, I'd have to take off time from work. Well, I'm not going to go for a jury selection anyway. It just doesn't seem, uh, you, know, just, you know, jury selection. Well, Mark, it's an important day because uh, that's the the first day jurors are are showing up to the courthouse. That's that's the time when you want to hit them with jury nullification information. When when a, when somebody is going to jury selection, inevitably they're going to be sitting in some room somewhere waiting for a government bureaucrat to come and tell them what to do, and then they go get taken to some other room where they sit and they wait. And so it's a perfect opportunity to sh- to feed information to people and give them something because smart jurors bring a book. But not everybody's a smart juror because they've never been to jury uh, And they still might read the flyer. Right. So it's nice to give them something to look at. They have this jury nullification I think flyer. it's great that you guys are doing the, the, the flyering. I 
am somewhat cynical about jurors in general. And we had uh, signage out there as well, custom signs about a demo situation. You're like, 21 years for wiretapping because the jury isn't supposed to know what the potential uh, – like the, the defendant – is not supposed to tell the jury what they're facing as far as punishment is concerned because the jury isn't supposed to concern themselves with that because the judge decides the punishment. And uh, so we have all this information out there for them. This is a very good thing. It's important for them to see it a week in advance so they have time to go and look more into jury nullification in the meantime if if they need to. And then next Monday when the trial actually happens, hit them at that time with the same information and the same signs, kind of one-two punch, at least in theory. We've yet to actually have a true jury nullification here in New Hampshire, at least amongst the activist cases that have happened. So everybody's crossing their fingers and hoping that this is going to be the one because in this case, it's just out so outrageous what the government has done. I mean, in a lot of civil disobedience cases, I stood in front of a police car. Look, I mean, there's no way it'd be, it would be pretty tough for me to convince a jury to acquit me on that. But well, what this really needs to do is not – it needs to be the, – the jury needs to find him guilty and then take it to an appellate court so the appellate court can knock it down because this law is unconstitutional. I mean, a jury nullification – Maybe, but then he'd have to have an attorney probably to – Right. To, I, to I, I don't want that to happen to him, but a jury nullification really isn't going to stop the bureaucrats from using this law in the but way But if that, enough juries nullify cases – Sure, then. if we have you know two dozen of them, but you can't get them to bring this stuff up on trial, I mean, you know, they're, they're well, only doing this to, to harass people. Anyway, go to freestateproject.org. Get together. If you love the ideas of liberty, get together with other people that do as well. It makes a difference. Freestateproject.org is we go to Mary, listening to the Big Talker in Wilmington, North Carolina. Hey, Mary. Hi. Uh, yeah, this is Mary, and um, I'm. I really object to you all just ramming the uh, um, police. And over the last few days, I've listened to you. Mm. I'm just. I'm just really sick of it. You're picking out things that are really trivial, and have you not been paying attention to what's been going on globally? I mean, the police put themselves on the line for you. And really? for everyone else. So, yeah, really. Are they putting themselves on the line for the over 800,000 cannabis smokers they arrest every year? Well, that's that's something you need to take up with Congress. Are that's they putting themselves on the line well, for... Okay, hold on. <laughs> I mean, the fact is that they're doing the work of Congress. I mean, when, you know, it's it's really just, I mean, you know, Hitler was a bad guy, but his SS soldiers went out and did his work, right? Oh come on, that is just no, no. I understand. It's an argumentum. That's nutty. Is it? Well, I'm I'm asking you a question though. If bad people do bad things, ask answer my question though. Hitler. I'm asking you a question. Fine. Let's not use Hitler. Mussolini had thugs. Now, were his thugs doing the, you know, his his police doing the right thing? Were the people that were going out and returning slaves to their masters during the 1800s? Would you prefer What's to the use that? What's the matter with you? Did you have a DUI ticket you couldn't beat? No, or I didn't have a DUI ticket I couldn't beat. I have a problem with uh, public officials that don't want to be recorded doing their jobs. Do you? No, I don't. You don't have a problem with public officials? Uh, you, you think know, they have a right to, to privacy? You think government bureaucrats have a right to privacy, man? Yes, I do. To yep. an extent. Wow. Well, mean, at their homes. Their personal life. Well, yeah. sure. But you, you see, this trial that we've but been you're talking not, you're about. You're twisting this argument. You're twisting this argument. I'm saying that there's good cops out there. They were out there in Colorado and they got those people to the hospital. 
and they are, we're out there in Minneapolis. Awesome! I'm so I'm so glad that those police were doing their jobs. And what are you going to talk about? I'm a firefighter. So don't tell. Don't talk to me about putting talk. things on the line. I pulled some guy out of a car that was covered in gasoline right next to a uh, you know a, a gas station. There, I could have been blown up. Don't tell me about putting things on the line. I'm glad well, yes, that these I people. Yes, I am talking to you. Yes, I I'm am talking. talking to you I'm about glad that. these people are. Yes, are, I am talking to you. About would you answer a stinking question? Calm down, Mark. Calm down. God, I mean, I'm I'm so pleased these people were doing what the jobs that we pay them for. Who is this? Who's it free to? Look, okay, go ahead you and talk. You have to agree with you before uh, it's free. What? Uh, no, this is I Free Talk Live. Look, I know you're new to the show. Radio. Hold on, Mark, calm down. Simmer, simmer down here, Mark. Maybe we'll get her to answer a question in a moment. Uh, Mary, let me just explain to you. This is Free Talk Live. You're free to call in and talk about anything. So you called in to complain to us about us talking about and critiquing bad about cops doing bad things. The police and looking uh, and going oh, we're harassing? Is that what you just said? We're harassing them? Yeah, yeah, that's basically... Is it not harassing, ma'am, when they arrest over 800,000 people for possession of marijuana? Is it not harassing when they pull people over wholesale at DUI checkpoints and ID ID stop checkpoints? That's not harassing to you? No, I think that's legitimate. That saves lives. Expressing an opinion is not harassment. Expressing an opinion on a talk radio show about some sort of event that happened isn't harassment. You know what? Making it so people can't drive at all... Making the it so tone of your team is very harassing. I'll tell you what, you hang on, Mary. I want to bring you back because, Mark, you still had a question for Mary, and, I, and I'm hoping we can get an answer from her here. I just want to know why the heck you don't think the government bureaucrats being paid by the public on public time don't deserve to be recorded by the public. All right, Mark, s- That's what down. we're talking simmer about here. 855-450-FREE. More here with Mary in a moment. If you'll stick with us, Mary, we will bring you back. This is Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want. Toll-free, 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. That's 1-855-450-3733. And you can join us over at freetalklive.com. Archives are there, and there are a whole lot of them. So maybe you're pretty new to the show. Maybe you're somebody listening in the Wilmington area, for instance, on our newest uh, radio affiliate, the Big Talker, which is actually two radio stations uh, for the price of one. On the FM band, maybe you're only you know new as of the last two weeks. You just happen to find us on the air. Uh, you can go and search the archives for years on freetalklive.com. They go all the way back to late 2006, and uh, there's plenty of archives, and they're all free. So you just go click and download. You don't have to jump through any hoops. There's no mandatory ads you have to view or anything like that. You just go and enjoy it, free, uh, freetalklive.com. Plus, you can find the, uh, our archives also on our SoundCloud page, on the left-hand side of freetalklive.com, just click the SoundCloud link under Listen and Share, and that'll take you over to our SoundCloud page where you can then access each archive with a share button on them. You can click that share button and easily share your favorite shows or the shows you hate. Maybe you hate what we've said and you want to share that with your friends. We, we would love for you to share our show, so please go and do that. 
It's one of the things you can do on a weekly basis. Share your favorite show. Jason Osborne from SACL CAI recommends that you share your favorite Free Talk Live on a weekly basis with your friends on your social networking sites, your favorite social networking sites. And you can easily do that through our SoundCloud page. Just go to freetalklive.com, click on the left-hand side under Listen and Share to the SoundCloud link. When you go to freetalklive.com, check out SACL CAI's banner. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. Mary is still with us. She's listening in Wilmington, North Carolina, to our brand-newest affiliate, the Big Talker FM. And, Mary, I appreciate you sticking on the line here because I feel like I feel like there's some miscommunication going on. Mark's getting very heated. He's uh, he's starting to shout, and I'd like to apologize for him. Sometimes he's... Stick it in your ear, Were punk. you drinking caffeine tonight, I Mark? I have had no caffeine. You've had no caffeine. Uh, so, anyway, Julia's also here with me, and I'm Ian. And yeah, so, What's the problem? I'm just disagreeing with the tone against the police. That's well, wrong. there's no such thing as tone. We're That's not why. against the police. There's Hold words. On. Hold on. Let me clarify something here. I'm not it against sure the police. Like All right, now, I can I speak just before you, you know, can I get through at least a few sentences? And I, I would love to hear what you have to say, and I don't want to interrupt you either, but, you know, we've got to be able to have a conversation. So, uh, I'm not against the police. I'm for the police doing what they should be doing, which is keeping bad guys off the streets, people who hurt other people. If the police are after a murderer or an arsonist or a rapist, how can I help? I want to help, you know, get these people off the streets. But when the police are going after peaceful people, People, which they do every single day, whether it's for arresting cannabis smokers, people with an open container, people for speeding, people for not stopping at a stop sign. You fill in the blank. There's countless amounts of these not, you know, consensual so-called crimes that don't involve a victim. And the police, I'm sorry, they don't deserve a pass on this. They deserve to be called out for aggressing against peaceful people every single time it happens. Well, even if they deserve a pass on this, if we just ignore everything you just said, what about the police officers who will, you know, shoot somebody in the back of the head when they're in handcuffs? Is that okay? Oh, I have a question. Of I'd just like to not. know. Give me a break. Well, we talk about I mean, that stuff. It's like you're upset about us talking about the cops being bad, as though nothing bad could be said about the cops. We're not talking about the ones that are good. We do. They're They're paid to be good. That's the point. They're They're paid to be good. That's their job. I'm, you know, I do my job. I hope I do it well because I'm paid to do it. That's your thanks for doing it. These guys work for 20 years and then they get a pension for the rest of their lives. They go double dip. They do another job. They get all the thanks they need. Yeah, but do you stand up in front of people that are shooting at you? No. I've never been shot at. And the cops won't necessarily either. I'd like to point out. Police are there to clean up the mess. They're not there to throw themselves in front of bullets. I mean, that's what a security guard's for. I know, Mary, you've probably seen it in movies where the police are very heroic in this way. And I'm not saying there aren't some heroic cops who would do that. No, I've seen it in reality. I work with a lot of police. Oh. It all comes out now. Hey, you know, just out of curiosity. I work in an emergency room. You work in an emergency room. Okay. So they're very nice to you then because they, you know, need to work with you for those uh, for those purposes. Mark, what were you going to I'm just wondering, you know, since the government bureaucrats are getting the pass here from Mary, how come I don't? You know, as a firefighter and, uh, you know, I mean, don't I, I deserve all your accolades? Yes, you do. You know, I mean, I've got an Just opinion. Just because you're a firefighter, Mark, you I've got an opinion it. on this, and my opinion stinks, but I'm a hero, right? Just because I go out and do the yes, job that I've been told to do. Yes, you are. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. So, Mark, you're not a hero? It's inconsistent. You're saying you're not a hero? No. Not a hero. There are many professions out there where people will put themselves... shine the light on some good things. You just spoke... I think we've said good things about cops on this show before. 
Well, we have seen. If you don't show the negative stuff, you're never going to get rid of it. Well, yes, there are bad apples, but there's a lot of good ones. What do you say to – hold on. What do you say – okay, so we had a cop on Saturday night call with this old line of, well, there's only a few bad apples. But what do you say to the cops, the cops who've called this show – and you haven't been listening for long, so you probably haven't heard this yet. No, I haven't. Uh, But what do you say to a cop who calls this show and tells you, Mary – the corruption rises through the ranks. Mary, it comes the from cop, the tops down. The, right. The uh, the bad guys go all the way up to the top. The bad cops, the corrupt cops, the bad apples you're talking about become administrators. What do you say to that? Well, I don't like that. Yep. Well, I'm sorry. We're telling you things you don't like, and I get it. Make I get it that it makes you uncomfortable. I get it that you only want to hear good things about the boys in blue because you have a vision of what they're supposed to be doing, and I think we I don't all want do. To only hear the good things, but you're only talking negative things. Well, it's not as interesting to talk about the police helping somebody, uh, Mary. And I can give you. A, here's a story. I was 16 yeah, years well, old. I went to uh, the movies out? once. Why don't you balance? Here's here's the here's the positive one. Put the on. one positive interaction I had with a cop. I uh, I was 16. I went to the movies during the daytime it was uh, in florida there was a shower during the day i turned my lights on it was an old truck an old toyota truck there was no indicator that you still have your lights on when you, you know turn the ignition off so i did not have an indicator i spaced out forgot my lights were on my battery died come out of the movie theater battery's dead and uh you know i'm in the parking lot i'm a teenager so i'm cursing up a storm and uh and so somebody walks up and says well i can give you a jump and uh so the guy gives me a jump and turns out afterwards he was like oh, i just want to let you know i'm an off-duty police officer and uh uh, now you you know he's he basically pointed out that he was a cop so he could earn some brownie points for cops like hey not all cops are bad that's great and, and in that case you know I appreciated his help I thanked him for it but the fact is had I been smoking a joint he would have put me under arrest cops are paid to do the right thing and so they should do the right thing that's what they're paid to do the press right. is paid to hold government accountable right we don't get on the air here and, and talk the press about does all a the- terrible job of holding government accountable and the fact is you know police are part of government here's a good example we don't get on the air here and talk about all the wonderful experiences we have in the world of customer service. I don't get on the air and talk about, you know, I went to uh, Panera today and I had the nicest person give me customer service. They even gave me extra whipped cream. That's just not an interesting thing to say on the radio because good customer service is the norm. That's the thing. Negativity works, and that's what you guys are doing. So. Well, okay. You just go ahead, and you live so in your little positive world where the police don't beat anybody no, up, where the police I, I don't arrest peaceful people. I have a balance in my life, okay? So and tell me one of the things. Give me interest. one thing that the police do that you don't like. That they don't like? That I don't you like don't like. I don't like people either, but that's the, uh, you know, that's the law. That's the law. Yep. It was also it was the, the law, law to, to return, return slaves to their yeah. uh, their masters too. I mean, I just don't think that that's a good excuse for doing bad behavior. Thanks, Mary, for the call. Appreciate it. Eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You know, I mean, nobody likes the Hitler uh, thing. Uh, you know, there's some kind of rule on the internet that once you mention Hitler, you lose. But I mean, there's all kinds of atrocities that have existed throughout human history. Those atrocities, um, largely, they, I mean, when you look at the chart of democide, that's governments killing their own people. Um, when you look at these things, these were done by government agents. People paid. And if you give somebody a pass simply because they're paid by the government, told what to do. And following the law, I'm, I, you're, you're just making apologies for every other atrocity that's existed. I'll agree with you that a pot arrest is certainly not on the level of the killing fields, um, you know, by, by Pol Pot or whatever. I agree with that's, you. Maybe it's not on the same level in that people aren't being murdered for the possession of pot, but there are over 800,000 people a year who are arrested for it. And let me tell you, you get arrested and you don't go to work the next day, you might lose your job. 
You get arrested, get held in a jail cell for several weeks, you might not be able to pay the rent. So you're still ruining people's lives with these marijuana arrests, and I'm glad at least Mary understands that those are bad things. That's not even what we were talking about is the marijuana arrests. You just threw that in. The The fact fact is we're talking about videotaping people on the job, and I just don't understand. I mean, really? 855-450-FREE. You can take control of the airwaves here, and the cops don't do good things on a normal basis. They're constantly aggressing against people. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free, 855-453, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Much to discuss here this evening. Still to come, we got a chance. We'll talk to you. Julia has the story about a public school that is forcing female students to take pregnancy tests. That's pretty disturbing. We'll get the details on that. 855-453 allows you to take control of the airwaves, and the phones are loaded up. We will go to you and your thoughts in moments, but first want to remind you that if you want to support Free Talk Live, one of the ways you can do that is by shopping with us at shop.freetalklive.com. You enter Amazon through the links that you'll find there. Amazons are available for people in the U.K. and Canada and the U.S. And, of course, if you're outside of those areas, you can still order from those Amazons as well. Uh, But you click into the right Amazon for you and just order whatever you want. Free Talk Live gets a cut of the sale, and more people have been doing that recently. And so thank you to everybody that is shopping. And, you know, you're still getting the same great Amazon deals. Thanks for shopping through shop.freetalklive.com. Again, that's shop.freetalklive.com. We go right back to your calls, your thoughts. Parker is on the line, also listening to the Big Talker FM in Wilmington. Hey, Parker. Um, hey, yeah, I, no, I heard the um, lady was, you know, was pretty upset. She's from Wilmington. Um, I just moved here about nine months ago from Raleigh. And, and what Wilmington is, is kind of like a big town. It's, it's not really a city. They call it City Wilmington, but it's not like a big town and everyone kind of knows each other here hmm. and so um you know the police are you know what i'm saying like everyone kind of knows each other and so i think it's kind of more pro police here than in other bigger cities because i mean i've lived in san francisco la las vegas and i know how you know i know the difference between a good cop bad cop thing and even in raleigh raleigh police aren't looked upon too well but the sheriff are the sheriff are like good old-fashioned, you know, guys. But at least here in Wilmington, I, I think she was just upset because it sounds, you know, the topic is, um, you know, the bad cops. And, and we, we're new. Wilmington here is like a new, new listener. It's been like two weeks. Right. Well, she and, also admitted she works with the police on a daily basis as well. So it's yeah. almost as though we're insulting her buddies. And I'm sure those cops are very nice to her in the emergency room right. where she works. Some cops are better than others. Right. Some departments are better than others. I don't have any idea how Wilmington is specifically. But, you know, specifically yeah. what we were talking about this evening and have been talking about is 
government bureaucrats, uh, you know, specifically police officers that are willing to use their arrest power. And there's a lot of cases out there, cases all across the country. This is a huge issue that's coming to the, uh, to, to a head right now, that you, willing to use their arrest powers against people that are filming them or filming their own arrests. And I just think it's despicable that government employees working in – driving government cars, getting paid government paychecks, standing on the sides of government roads will say that, oh, no, 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 you can't film me. I have privacy. I have a badge. And it's right. A- no, it, it's an abuse of power. I mean, you know, everyone, everyone knows that. So yeah. you have a badge, you have a gun, and suddenly you're above the law. And, you know, there, there are a, a lot of those cases. I, I From my experience, it's, all, it's in the bigger cities. You know, the smaller towns can't get away with it. As much because again everyone knows each other and I and that's kind of how it is here in in Wilmington. So I you know especially someone who works in what was she med, medical center emergency or something mm-hmm. um, and police it's it's kind of like she probably knows everybody and they all know you know what I mean. So Maybe so. And probably like a, if she's dealing with uh, people being brought into the emergency room, uh, you know that are participating in crime, she's probably dealing with a really bad segment of of the population. Right. This is one of the problems that cops have to deal with is that they deal with a lot of really bad folks, and then when right. they come into contact with you know normal folks, they're somewhat jaded. Yeah, and and I, I like I said, I have had no problem with with any police here in the nine months I've lived here. However, I've heard because this is a college town, uh, UNCW is big here, and um, so you've got you know the beach side because we're on the ocean. You've got the college kids, and the one thing they said, <laughs> everyone's told me they said, don't drink and drive whatever you do. They said they are ruthless out here for that, and I've seen it. I mean, it's it's crazy. They just nail them left and right. You know the kids. Well, right, and, and that's the difference between talking. You know, you, you've got this gap between somebody who works as part of this sort of the system, uh, working at the hospital, working hand in hand with the police every single day. They're going to treat her differently than they're going to treat a car full of college kids. I mean, how old are you, by the way? Right. Uh, I'm 36. 36. So, you know, it wasn't too long ago that uh, you might have been in a car with uh, some of your buddies and uh, possibly have had an encounter with the police. Certainly plenty of young uh, college males and females have had this situation where, oh, you got uh, young people in a car. Let's pull them over. Somebody's got some pot on them or an open container or something like that. And and so when you start talking to younger people, the perspective is completely different about the police. Younger people who've been harassed by the police or, or, you know, older people have been as well. Poorer people tend to be harassed by the police and college kids tend to be harassed because they're just victim easily victimized. I've never They're- had any trouble. Personally, never yeah. had it. I've just been on a show ten years where we try to hold the government accountable at all levels and you just don't hear that on talk radio much. You won't hear most of right. the uh the the Republicans types out there actually holding because Republican uh, Republicans love uh, their bureaucrats to have guns. They love firefighters. They love uh, cops. They military. love the, the military. That's what they love. That's the kind of bureaucrats they love. They they believe that everybody's uh, you know inefficient and and evil in Washington D.C. and that most government bureaucracies are bloated and uh, ineffective. But suddenly you hand a bureaucrat a gun and then they're they're efficient. Know, they're efficient. <laughs> um, right. You know, and you don't hear that. Um, you know, so you don't hear people holding police accountable. Police abuse on the radio very often, and it's a shocking thing to hear. Thanks for the call tonight, right. Parker. Really appreciate hearing from you. Eight five five four fifty free. Let's continue with Trevor listening in Ohio. Trevor, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. Trevor in Ohio. He's got an open line. He was there. Trevor going once. 
Trevor going twice. Maybe it's not Trevor in Ohio. Somebody else will put you on hold, and our board operator might be able to figure out who you are. 855-450-FREE, or maybe you went to the bathroom. You never know with these things. Let's go to Stephen, listening in Seattle. Stephen, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. Howdy. So uh, I, I, I don't have anything exciting to tell you. Like uh, It won't be an exciting call like Mary's, but uh, I was, I'm working in this small oil field town in uh, North Dakota, and the cops here, they're, they're like locusts with these uh, oil rig trucks. You know, you can drive around and spot them. They, they're the trucks that have the work bodies on the back with the multiple compartments so you can have tools and parts. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, they, they just, they, they're like sharks after us. So basically, I get about one ticket a month out here. Uh, <laughs> and so how does that make you fun. feel about them? Yeah, not, not, not too good. But, but something happened here. Uh, the last time I got a ticket... Um, that was really kind of unusual. And, and, you know, everybody, well, a lot of people like to pretend that they're really brave when dealing with the cops, with authorities. And I probably would be if I had uh, been an early mover to the Free State Project like I wanted to. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to be a late mover, it looks like. But um, I'm not as brave as I like to think I am, you know, especially in the middle of nowhere. This cop pulled me over here. This happened a few weeks ago. Uh, I was driving 15 miles over the speed limit on a long, straight road with nobody on it. Uh, and There's the a lot of, of those in North Dakota. Dakota. You're right. I wasn't harming anybody. It was a totally victimless crime. So he pulls me over, and I had a, I was smoking a cigar. And he, he says, uh, he asked me to put the cigar out. And I said, I'd rather truck? not. <laughs> and he said, well, no, I, I'm, I'm asking you to put the cigar out. And I said, are you telling me to put it out, or are you asking me to put it out? He goes, well, I'm, I'm telling you to put it out. Ah. So I kind of sighed heavily. I wanted to tell him to stuff it, but uh, <laughs> you put it out. And I, put, I went ahead and put it out. Freedomcam.net. So. I'd like to point out, uh, Stephen, that if you had this, you'd have you'd be able to send this uh, a, a video to his uh, bosses or whatever. Put it out on uh, YouTube. They won't care. Uh, Freedomcam.net. You can get the GPS black box dash cam. I actually just took my Freedom Cam up uh, today. I had a long weekend where I couldn't do anything because I was working at the, the county fair, but I took the time to set it up as we were driving to uh, to Manchester today, and uh, I am good to yeah. go with my Freedom Cam. It's great. Yeah, I'd like to get one of those and a radar detector, too. So, uh, uh, but, but anyway, and, now, and here's the other, like there's another half of the story, actually. So I mentioned this on my Facebook page. And you know how on Facebook you have friends of friends, like you have real-life friends and then their friends, you know, that you don't really know. Right, so you never know when a cop lover is going to show up and just start salivating all over the, the police. It, it, yeah, and they, one guy just acted like I was the biggest jerk in the world, and he goes, oh, yeah, there you were deliberately smoking your cigar. And I said, listen, pal, every time I smoke a cigar, I deliberately smoke <laughs> 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 what, what does that mean? And, and, uh, and he was saying that I was trying to... Uh, I was trying to be like a rebellious, you know, I'm 45 years old, right? Yeah. And he said, yeah, you're 45, you're acting like a rebellious teenager. I said, I was just trying to smoke a cigar. I, didn't, I wasn't blowing in the space. These things fact, cost I money, and I lit it I up, and I enjoy them. In, <laughs> right, exactly, and I was even putting it in the ashtray when he walked up. I wasn't even, you know, I didn't have it in my mouth or in my hand or anything, you know? I mean, I was wow. being, I try to be as polite as possible. You could just tell how drunk with power this police officer is telling somebody to put out a cigar in their own car. You walked up here. You don't want to smell cigars? Get back to the cop car. You put it out because yeah. he's got a gun and you're in the middle of nowhere, though, didn't you? Exactly. Thanks for the call. Right. Appreciate hearing from you, Stephen. 855-450-FREE. And at that moment in time, you don't start thinking about all the nice things the cop did earlier in the day. Hour three's next. It's Free Talk Live. 
If you've listened to Free Talk Live for any length of time, you're familiar with Bradley Jardis. Brad is the former police officer that now embraces the ideas of liberty, and now he's running for sheriff of Coas County in New Hampshire. Sheriff is a very important position from which a liberty-oriented individual can protect many rights of the populace. Any U.S. citizen can donate to his campaign up to $1,000. He's hoping to raise as much money as possible for his campaign, and his chances are quite good. He's running in Coas County, and Ron Paul actually carried Coas. I hope you'll trust me when I say that we know a few other good reasons that we believe Brad can win. Come on, join Ian and me in donating to Brad's campaign and getting a liberty-loving individual in this very important seat. If Brad gets this seat, it'll be the biggest win for the liberty movement in New Hampshire and maybe anywhere. Give what you can at bradforsheriff.com. Bradforsheriff.com. This was paid for by friends of Bradley Jardis, Bradley Jardis, fiscal agent. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 855-450-FREE. SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features that we have waiting for you there. Once again, freetalklive.com. We'll continue here with your phone calls. Uh, Throughout the show, we've been off and on talking about our friend Adamo, who is currently in a jail cell as he's waiting trial which will be starting Monday, it's likely going to be a two-day trial, for so-called wiretapping charges, facing three counts, felonies, up to seven years each. So he may be in jail, or in prison, rather, for 21 years at the, in the worst case. Now, of course, we don't know what the judge is going to sentence him to, but the fact that, you know, to have that hanging over your head as a possibility is a pretty awful thing to live with. And it really kind of puts... Any, usually any amount of jail time will put all kinds of plans into a frenzy because, you know, you can't really accurately make plans to do anything. You can't start any new business arrangements. You can't uh, really you can't really forward think at all when you've got a court case hanging over your head like this, especially one in which you're looking at years in prison. So it's terrible what they're doing to him because the government bureaucrats, it's no skin off their back. If the charges, if the prosecutor drops the charges right up before the trial happens uh, on Monday, sure, he doesn't have any consequences for that. The judge doesn't have any consequences uh, for that. No one has any consequences. The jury's been screwed out of a day's worth of work because they've already been into, uh, you know, they had to take the day off today or the morning off to go and do jury selection. So the, the court doesn't mind hurting the jurors and wasting your time. The court doesn't mind hurting the defendants and wasting their time and all the loved ones of the defendants who count on them perhaps to help make a rent payment or a mortgage payment or right. something like These that. These heroes have nothing on the line. The prosecutor, the judges, uh, the, the police officers right. oh, so in the circumstance, they have nothing on the line when it comes to this for putting a man in jail uh, for 21 years for recording, for, you know, doing the job of the press. But then we're told that we're the bad guys because we're too negative because we're too negative because we talk about how the police abuse peaceful people and how they destroy people's lives. Sure. It was police officers that arrested this guy in a country where there's supposed to be freedom of the press for yeah. recording government bureaucrats trying to get a comment regarding a story. Right. I guess Adamo, uh, the story that he was trying to get the comment on, by the way, was about a police officer who took a 17-year-old uh, male and slammed him into a, a cafeteria table for talking back. As he was the police- seated. 
a seated seventeen-year-old right. male snatched him up. I mean, this That's kid. Right. The worst thing he could have done, I guess, is threaten the officer. We don't have the audio from the situation, but uh, he was probably just sassing him, and the officer didn't like right. it, so he slammed the kid around. Well, the kid thought it was pretty ridiculous that the officer uh, was involved in what was essentially a sibling rivalry. I mean, yes. you know, brothers with a sister, right? Brothers and sisters, they do what they do, and he had stolen his sister's purse or something like that from the lunch table and was. It's no surprise that a police officer who has to deal with criminals on a relatively regular basis is going and, and you know, I, I don't like 17 year old males much myself. I generally, you know, I, I, I consider them to be big headed and loud mouthed and, you know, I don't mm-hmm. like them either. I understand why some guy would want to use his, uh, you know, the cop hasn't been held to any account here. He's just not unnecessary roughness. No referee called on him. Uh, so. You know, obviously, this was a commensurate amount. This was a, 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 you know, a legal amount of force that he used on this teenager. The teenager talks back. The cop slams his face into a, into a, a, a table. Is this a school resource officer, yeah. or is it a? That's okay, correct. I thought so. But he was in uniform. Right. Well, that's they, they well, are. They some, are. Sometimes they are. When I was in high school, they were not. Mine uh, was generally. So uh, that's what happened, and we're getting guff uh, over it, but that's okay. You know, we're used to it. 855-450-FREE. These police deserve to be held accountable. That's what Adema was trying to do when he called the uh, police officer right. and Right, if you don't hold call. government bureaucrats accountable, then they're going to act like they're unaccountable. Which I they mean, do. I just don't understand how people can live in a world where they want government bureaucrats to be unaccountable. And uh, and they do. That's what Mary was calling about in the last hour, where she was just basically salivating all over the police and talking about how we should only talk. You know, we should talk more about how good they are and the good things that they do. And I think you pointed out, Mark, that uh, they're supposed to be doing good things. This is they're they're paid to do well, good things. And people are a lot less likely to talk about the bad things, which is why it's important to talk about them. Exactly. Like that guy mentioned Facebook feed. I see all kinds of cop tributes on my Facebook feed all the time. Because some of your family members, right? Are because a family cops. member or something. Thing. The majority of people think that cops do the right thing the most most of the time. I think um, so. It's and really I'm sorry, important they don't. to talk about this kind right. of stuff. And and, and by the way, you know what we can't tell you about is all of the negative things they do because we're not privy to it all. Like we just came stumbled across a story from a caller last week about some guy they ran into who'd had an absolutely horrible encounter with the police, but nobody in the media was reporting on it. It never received any press or any coverage whatsoever. There are so many terrible, intimidating, scary stories that people have with the police that no one ever gets to talk about. They call this show and tell us about it because they feel like it's a safe place to go to to tell their story where people will understand and empathize with them rather than just saying crap like Mary did. Like, how dare you question them? There are only a few bad apples. You know, what I'm questioning them on is actually doing what was legal. What was the, what was their job? It's their job to arrest Adeno because, uh, you know, the representatives in the state of New Hampshire passed a law in order to, you know, arrest people who are, I, I, you know, people that record that apparently there aren't two parties that know about it. So they did what was within the scope of the law. But I still think it's reprehensible. I think it's reprehensible that a police officer would enforce this law. I mean, there's all kinds of stupid laws that aren't enforced in this country. Why the police officers enforce this uh, two-party law only to their benefit from what I've seen in the last decade, only when it comes to recording government bureaucrats. Why do they enforce this law? It's a terrible law. Because it's in their best interest. It's in their best interest. They want to protect themselves and their masters in the state. Let's these talk, heroes don't need protection. Let's talk to Trevor. We're going to give Trevor one more try. He wasn't there last time. Are you there now, Trevor? Yeah, I'm here. All right, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, um, I'm calling from a factory that I make nine fifteen an hour at. I'm a 13-year Army veteran, Mary. 
that in Wilmington, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. I'm in Ohio. Yep. Um, I, I, the, the, the police department, I think in my eyes is I have a, a, a degree in, um, uh, uh, I went to school to be a cop actually while I was in the army that the army paid for. And I, um, never learned anything out of the degree, but the, if she thinks that we're honestly protecting her and doing the right thing, she's totally wrong. All I heard all day was kill, kill, one shot, one kill, sailor, stay alive. And this was I'm in police academy? Military. No, this is for the military. Oh, yeah, well, no, in the military. Okay. Well, by the way, a lot of military members, as you you know, a lot of uh, ex-military become police when they leave the military. Correct, yes, yes. I've listened to Free Talk for two and a half years. Now I've got some guys on the factory turned on it. But I spent 13 and a half years in the Army, and now I come out with a college degree from, you know, the Army paid for, or you taxpayers paid for, for me to to come out. And now I make $9.50 an hour inside of a factory. (laughs) That I'm calling from right now. And you could have gotten that job without the uh, 13 years in the military. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. felons here. I'm not a felon. I don't care if you are a felon. I used to care. I don't care anymore. I understand. Is that because you met some it... of them? I mean, is that because you now you know some felons? As a matter of fact, that Tyler, my friend that called in last week, I mean, we, we work with felons. And they're the greatest. some of those guys are the greatest people. It's just a government designation. I mean, it's it's uh, you know this nation incarcerates more people than I think the the next twenty six nations right. combined. And it's cops that make that happen. That statistic, Mark the uh, the Correct. the the, incorpor- the huge incarceration numbers. It's cops that are the I, ones that are doing that. Yeah, I, it's I have the- done um I have done a uh, 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 civil disobedience. I got a bunch of the guys to look at uh, uh, Derek Jay's. The night it came out, I was walking around the shop going, hey, everyone's got to watch Derek J awesome. at midnight. Come on, because we get off at 1130. <laughs> and I said, you guys got to watch Derek J. Thanks for doing that, man. The cra- but the crazy thing is, is that, is that I spent 13 and a half years in the military. I was a second, second, fifth ranger retired. I had my leg blown up by a, loads, a roadside bomb. Oh, gosh. And I make nine fifteen an hour. Trevor, thanks. I uh, appreciate your call tonight, and uh, glad you made it out alive. Uh, Glad you're okay. Appreciate the call. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And he lost his leg for nothing. That's unfortunate. For nothing. For the protect freedom. Right. For the whims of politicians. 855-450-FREE. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. If you want to move to the free state you're looking for some real estate well i know a guy who's really great it's the realtor mark warden do you want a home with 20 acres a lakeside cabin any takers for renters buyers and sellers too mark warden is the guy for you porcupinerealestate.com This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website, 
over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that we have there. Lots of them, including the bulletin board system. It's all free. Go to bbs.freetalklive.com and you can get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners there. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Julia. And Mark. And we still uh, have the story about the public school forcing female students to take pregnancy tests, but we're going to continue with you and your thoughts here. Also, want to tell you about the Bitcoin. And Mark, have you checked? I know you're like obsessed with checking the Bitcoin. So I'm going to ask you uh, what the current price is because honestly, I haven't looked since it broke ten bucks, and it was like up to eleven, I think, at one point. Uh, yeah, it was up to eleven. I you know looked earlier today, and it was uh, at about eleven. I got it at ten eighty six here, uh, you know, some time Ooh. ago. But I have to to check it out. Just I mean, a few you know, months ago, it was six bucks. I, I must check ten seventy seven. I check this thing twelve Dang. times a day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, a, it's an obsession. Uh, and maybe it's a good obsession, though. Exactly. No, you said ten seventy seven. Ten seventy seven dollars. That's what yeah. I was wowing. I was oh, shocked. You're shocked about at, that, I mean, huh? I knew it had made it up to nine, but the fact that it just continues to go up at that rate is pretty amazing. You know, Bitcoin had a bubble in the past. It may have a bubble, uh, you know, on its way. I don't know. I don't predict that. But you know, what do, what do I know? I mean, I'm just sure. uh, looking. I I do think that it's it's getting used more and more. Um, there's only going to be twenty one million, and I think that's another hundred years from now so um it's uh, divisible as it could be so you know it's no doubt that it's going to get to be more and more valuable it's it's uh, very useful you can uh, gamble online with it and without getting any trouble here in the united states gambling online they've made it illegal for banks to participate in that right um you can use it to you know purchase all kinds of things uh, you can go through spendbitcoins.com and buy stuff from amazon with bitcoins it's the new currency for the internet and i believe that it's going to be as uh, you know has as big of an effect on society as the internet has i think it's the biggest invention since the internet bitcoins and you can find mm-hmm. out more about bitcoins at weusecoins.org and you can get bitcoins at uh, bitinstant.com i recommend getting them now i'm bullish on bitcoins cuz i think that they're going to be 20 bucks by the end of the year. That's what I think. Yeah, and I'm excited about what's coming next. I mean, Bitcoin's, we're just barely scratching the surface on what these things can do and the potential uh, for them. I mean, the Bitcoin card is in the works. There's also a Bitcoin kind of uh, like, a, like a cash card, basically, that's mm-hmm. going to be coming out. and uh, Pay all your bills. Yeah, that's coming too from BitInstant.com, I, I believe. So. Yep, and uh, I know that uh, the, our sponsor who's sponsoring these Bitcoin, because there's no Bitcoin company, like there's not a Bitcoin corporation that's coming to us and saying, here you go, Free Talk Live, you can uh, advertise us. No, the reason we're talking about it is because there's a guy out there who's just a huge fan of Bitcoin who has uh, essentially commissioned Bitcoin advertisements. He's not being paid by anybody. He's just doing it for because he just loves this idea and he thinks it's really good. And I know that he's uh, he's wanting us to promote something new now. So yeah, blockchain.info. Um, you know, I haven't got the uh, the copy out here uh, yet, but it's, I've been there. I've got the blockchain app on my uh, my Android. I've been there and I've done some stuff, but I don't entirely knew know what everything they do. We're going to learn more about it. Though, yeah, no doubt. Up here. All right. So eight five five four fifty free. Hey, by the way, uh, responses to our tweets over uh, our, our hoots over at uh, Facebook and uh, Twitter. Donovan responds, Mark, to a question that you asked. What is the magic phrase or example that will get cop suckers to see the violence, as in people who might fillet the police, uh, cop suckers to see the violence inherent in the police? It's petty name calling, and I apologize. Uh, Donovan Vaughn. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Donovan Volunteers Bach writes in response, he says, it isn't a phrase or example. They just need to be victimized by the police, and I bet they change their tune. And I bet he's right about that. 
Because nothing can change someone's opinion about the police as fast as a negative interaction with one of them. Well, when, once they see what it's like to be in a situation, and frankly, and I and I will state again, I've rarely have I been in a, situ- a negative situation with a police officer. Um, you know, once they are in a situation and you see the lack of power that you have, the lack of redress that you have, you can't get redressed through their, uh, you know, through the the police office they don't care uh, there's vi- all kinds of video of people uh, trying to get you know yeah, complaint go down forms. and try to get a complaint form get from a complaint your local form. police you're, you'll station. be lucky if you're not thrown physically out thrown in a jail cell over it um you know you can't complain to them the the media des- turns a deaf ear you obviously can't use physical force against them i mean what do you do you're well, just impotent against them and it sounded like mary was saying that because they put their life on the line supposedly and some of them do they're among but- the, uh, the the top 10 most dangerous jobs in america sometimes but and maybe in larger cities, I don't think that a cop in Keene, New Hampshire, and from what it sounds like, Wilmington, that gentleman called afterwards and said it's uh, He said it's a town, but he must be coming from a pretty big area because Wilmington has a population of over 100,000, wow. which is uh, the metro is like 300-something thousand. So it's, it's almost as large as uh, Sarasota, where we come from, Mark. Yep. It's a pretty well, big place. I'm not trying to say that. It isn't dangerous at times to be a cop, but there are tons of dangerous professions out there. Right. And just professional because fishermen, taxi driver, truck driver, coal I mean, miners. <laughs> I mean, coal all miners kinds. get the news, but it, these, uh, you know, I don't think they're even on the list. Right, you don't get a pass, though. I mean, all of these people deserve to be held accountable. They don't. You don't get a pass just because your job is dangerous. Eight five five four fifty free. David. I'd also like to point out firefighters never on the list of most dangerous jobs. David's here listening in Montana. You're on Free Talk Live, David. Hey yo yo, how you tonight? Hey David, what's on your mind? Hey, freedom of the press, man. That's what's on my mind. There you go. I'm when with that, you. when that was written in seventeen seventy six, you know, eighty nine. The press meant that I had the freedom to go buy a press. The word press didn't mean the news corporation. It was. It meant that I was being able to go buy a press and press out information I wanted to press out and pass it around. That's right. And and now we have these things, video phones. I'm allowed to buy, and it's a lot cheaper to buy a video phone than a press. Record what happens to me and how people talk to me and treat me. This is freedom of the press in the modern times now. Yep. We, we, everybody's, I heard on the radio about 10 times that the freedom of the press allows a certain corporation freedom. No way. It meant the people was allowed to buy a press. It's true. If you could afford a press. The important point is, if you could afford a press, you could buy a press, and it was a lot more expensive to put that together today than it is to go out and get a, an Android or an iPhone. Uh, you know, anybody can be the press now. It's within the reach financially of, uh, of the average person, and that's and one the of the things thing, that bothers them. That bothers it, the government guys. They're, they're afraid oh, yeah. of that. And the same thing is, like, I, had a, I got hit by a drunk doctor. The cop that showed up took care of the drunk doctor's son that got hurt in football because the doctor that hit me was an orthopedic surgeon. The the judge I went to go see played golf with the cop and, and the lawyer and all of this, right? Yep. So I wanted to get an appeal. So 
they said I got to spend five grand for the trans. The, the trans oh my God! The, of, the, the transcription. The dictator. The dictator there. In the, oh, the, the, stenographer. The, 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 the phone. It's insane, D- Dave. You've got more to your story. You can hang on. We can bring it back here in a moment. I know about this. They, uh, you know, they don't just. You can't just give them a YouTube video or whatever of the trial. Uh, you've got to pay the transcriber literally hundreds of dollars, and in his case, thousands, to give a transcription to the Supreme Court before you can appeal. It's ridiculous. It's Free Talk Live. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want at 855-453. SACL CAI toll-free line 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features we give to you tonight. It's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. You can go to the mobile site if you've got a smartphone, get quick access to our live streams and the podcast as well. Uh, you can go to m, as in mobile, dot freetalklive.com. You can also hook up with the software you need to listen online as well. That's m.freetalklive.com. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by LegalZoom.com. Yeah, LegalZoom.com. You can get your common legal documents that you need done, whether it's uh, patents, wills, trademarks, LLCs, uh, you know, whatever you need. The living trusts, I mean, you know, all these things that you need to have in order to make things easier for your family. You know, you don't want the government making these decisions for you. You can go to LegalZoom.com, get them done. It's fast and easy. I got a will made over there, and it was quick. Uh, they just asked me a few questions. They spit out a will, and... You know, I signed it and did all the the legal stuff. Use coupon code FTL, save $10 off your order, LegalZoom.com, coupon code FTL, LegalZoom.com. All right, so 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number. We go back to David listening in Montana. And David, you were telling us about uh, a situation that uh, you'd gotten into. You want to continue your story? Right. And what I'm getting at is recording. What the word press meant was I'm allowed to write down and copy thoughts I have in my head about government, about society, and I have the right to go buy a machine. It doesn't matter what it costs, but I have a right to buy this new machine, the press, this, and or a, a recorder or the telephone or in modern times, and I have the right to, re, to record what happens to me. And, and in a court case, there's a lady that writes in code this machine. I forget a dictaphone. A stenographer is her name. A, a stenographer, right? Yep. She and it's a it's a code that she knows, and 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 only she could interpret this code. <laughs> and it costs five grand for her to interpret that to for so I could appeal what happened to me in this thing we call government, you know, and. Mm-hmm. And it's a business. That that's not that's not right. That yep. I I should be able to buy a videotape or now what the you know uh, 
a video, a digital recorder for the court, right? And and say record it and have her operate the thing and seal it with a little stamp so nobody could tamper with it. And for ten bucks, I I could uh get my appeal instead Absolutely. of thousand dollars. I've right. been through this as well, At the time, uh, Dave. It was almost a year wage for me. And you know what they'll do is they'll say to you, if you balk at the price of this transcription fee, and this is a, it's not uncommon for this to be required in Supreme Courts, as I understand it. Certainly, in my experience, they require it here in New Hampshire. You can always say uh, you can. They'll they'll let you beg. You can entreat them for a waiver of the fee, but you have to provide them with all your financial information. So give them some tax returns, give them some bank account information, all your details well, on happened. how much money you Long make. Time ago. But I'm just saying. The freedom of the press has been twisted oh, yeah. to favor a certain portion of the government. Absolutely. The press, the press now is part of the government. Yeah, the government they in this country. That, that part of the First Amendment, and we as people, we got to demand freedom of the press back. I'm with yeah. you, David. Thanks for the call, as The always. government in this country has gotten so large, it's just eating us alive. I mean, that's really what it's, uh, you know, a government is a parasitical organization. Uh, it does not produce anything. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe you can claim that it produces order. But at this point, you can't claim that this government is producing order. I mean, the fact is that it's gotten so large, it's actually producing chaos. Um, you know, now that it's not following the little rules that it has written for written down for itself. So, you know, this is it. I mean, this is this is what the decline of uh, this empire looks like. You'll see in the video from this morning's uh, hearing, the jury selection for a demo from coplock.org, you'll get to see in the parts that I was able to record uh, between a demo and the prosecutor and the judge when the jury wasn't around, you will get to see the judge admit that the state is not a person. And you'll also get to see the judge bizarrely refer to the prosecutor as it. And this is the weird religion of the state, the belief in the state. There's a man standing in the courtroom. His name is Michael, and he is the prosecutor. And he is also, in their minds, the state. And it's just interesting to watch this religion play out because it's a religious belief, right? I mean, the the judge admits. It's clearly a faith-based thing. He admits it doesn't exist. He admits the state is not a person. And then in moments, you know, moments before or thereafter, he refers to the prosecutor, this human being standing in front of him, as it. Referring to the state. State. It. It's so creepy. It's just so weird. They object. I object. You're going to have to call this man a man. Uh, no, you you have to say him. You can't say it. That would have been an interesting uh, objection. But nonetheless, you know that uh, this video will be available to you. It's one of the things on my to-do list. I, I will get it out late tonight or, or tomorrow. Freekeen.com for those of you that want to take a look. Julia, you've got some news about uh, government school and the latest abrogation of uh, your rights to your own body. Yes, this is actually from the ACLU's blog. Um, they're reporting on it because I guess they're trying to uh, take action on this particular case. Um, in a Louisiana public school, female students who are suspected of being pregnant are told that they must take a pregnancy test. Under school policy, those who are pregnant or refuse to take the test are kicked out and forced to undergo homeschooling. Huh. Which wow. is very strange because 
Like homeschooling requires that your parents right. be home. So they, are they demanding that your parents now are It doesn't your require teachers? that, though. I mean, you know, really. Well, I guess you could. Pay. I mean, if a kid can stay, I don't know what age a kid can stay home alone at. Um, and I don't know if there's a legal precedent or anything like that. But I, I'd guess it'd be somewhere around 12. I, I don't really remember how old I was when I started staying home. But, I, I you know, I'm guessing the number. Yeah, maybe it was, it was certainly younger than that. But I don't know how old. And if a kid can stay home alone. Then they can homeschool themselves, right? Quote, unquote. Well, I think it would depend on the, I guess it would depend on the law. Because some home, some states are very strict with homeschooling. It's true, so like California. Who knows? Um, welcome to Delhi Charter School in Delhi, Louisiana. I'm probably saying that wrong. Uh, a school of 600 students that does not believe its female students have a right to education free from discrimination. According to its student pregnancy policy, the school has a right to not only force testing upon girls, but to send them to a physician of the school administration's choice. Wow. Now that's creepy. You got to get you got to get naked in front of their government bureaucrat. I mean, he, he may not be a, a paid government bureaucrat in that sense, but he's certainly contracted with the government. Charter schools are, you know, being paid through tax dollars. A positive test result or a failure to take the test at all means administrators can forbid a girl from taking classes and force her to pursue a course of home study if she wishes to continue her education with the school. Nuts. Wow. Nuts. So what? So basically they're saying that they're not even talking about homeschool like their parents are going to be making decisions. They're talking about, I Some don't want to look you. Yeah, they're saying that they can, she can continue the education that the school offers at her home. So, so we, don't want, we don't want the kids seeing pregnant girls. Mm. Well, the, even that is just suspected of being pregnant. <laughs> so sluts, basically. All the school sluts. I guess. I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure who they're going after. It's just nuts. <laughs> Wow. What makes them suspect somebody of being pregnant? I guess they're showing. And what difference does it make if they are pregnant? Okay, if you are showing, that's weeks and weeks and weeks into the pregnancy. Um, My wife was uh, working at, you know, some store here uh, for, for, I mean, up until the, I think the week, it it was the week that she gave birth. She was up on the ladder at the, the Bed Bath & Beyond getting stuff down for customers pregnant. I can't, I can't, I don't feel like this has anything to do with anything except for they don't want the other students to see pregnant people and think that they condone it. That's an interesting point. I know that where uh, in the town I grew up, uh, Sarasota, Florida, there was a pregnant girl school. They did have something like this. And uh, I don't know. Scarlet Letter School. I don't know what requirements there were or how the girls ended up going there versus a regular school, but maybe there was some sort of similar process where they were just kind of shuffled off over in here you girls go over here to the pregnant girls school 855-453 this is free talk live the three most important things you can do for free talk live are one share one episode a week on facebook or in some other social networking site two buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com three give three bucks a month to the amp program you like your friends, you like Free Talk Live, like your friends enough to share something you like with them. Help Free Talk Live get into more ears. Podcast listeners are the most important area of growth for Free Talk Live. Please share one episode a week on Facebook. Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want at 855 453. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 
1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features we give away. Now, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can do that. Go to promote.freetalklive.com and you will get... On that site, a number of different things you can do, like get a free bumper sticker. You can also download web graphics, high-res graphics. Also, you want to make your own Free Talk Live t-shirt? we got the high-res graphics you need to do something like that. And we give it to you over at promote.freetalklive.com because Free Talk Live isn't into the whole intellectual property thing. So please, go ahead, do whatever you want with our logos. Uh, once again, promote.freetalklive.com. Flyers are there as well. Promote.freetalklive.com. Julia is here with us this evening and is sharing us a story about teenage girls at, is it one school or one school district? One particular school. Okay, and you, uh, it was Delhi is, is what the school is, right? D-E-L-H-I? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is in Louisiana, where the policy is if a girl is suspected of being pregnant, which I presume the only way that would happen would be rumor mongering, right? Like girls talking to girls and, uh, you know, well, talking to boys says, who talk to the teachers. Suspected of being pregnant. So basically, if they hear any rumors about people having sex, like, mm-hmm. oh, Jimmy and Susie had sex, I heard. Then, or if somebody's been a couple for a while, they could just say, hey, I want you to take a pregnancy test. So basically, every week, there are going to be multiple teens who are going to be it's forced nuts. to take pregnancy tests at this school. And how much does a pregnancy test cost? It's I've the never new witch hunt. Before. Well, it's a few bucks. I'm sure it costs right. the government schools twice as much. But right, so these are the- charter schools, so it wouldn't work exactly the same way. But I mean, I, I, don't you want pregnant girls around in order to show the other kids the consequences of uh, their actions? Well, right. They're talking about shuffling them into some sort of a homeschool program where it's not actually homeschooling as we would think of homeschooling, where the parents are involved. Uh, with picking curricula, this is one where the school will basically give you some sort of an assignment book or whatever, like, you know, after school or, or <laughs> night say, classes. Don't, please don't come here. Please right. don't show your pregnant face around here. We yeah, don't want to see them. that. They're banning them from coming to the school. And this is, they had a pregnant girl's school in Sarasota. It was called Siesis, if I'm recalling correctly. Uh, correctly. And uh, and the same, it's the same effect, right? Did they I mean, just want a name that wouldn't sound like anything? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I'm just wondering, you know, what's it like talking to, uh, you know, some girl with some kind of accident and she, accent, excuse me, and she keeps on saying Siesis. What? <laughs> Siesis. Yeah. Where do you go to school? Siesis. It what? sounds like an infection. It does. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. And they still have this uh, particular program. And I guess the idea is that uh, you know, when you have your kid, you can bring it there, and they're going to take care of it, or something with a daycare class, and maybe there's co- courses that are mommy it sounds, related. It sounds like a pretty good, you know, thing to have. Uh, the website's horrible. I'm looking at it right now. Of course, you know, government websites aren't exactly anything to write home about. But this but, could be happening to people who aren't pregnant, because it says if you refuse to take the test, yeah. you get the same punishment. Right. So stand up for the right to, you know, be, you know, the right to privacy, and you're gonna, you're out. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, it's they were shuffling girls to this uh, this other school, and I agree with you, Mark. If if you're pregnant, why not be at the school? Is it because that there's too much ostracism? Is it too difficult uh, for these girls to handle the you know the teasing or whatever might you know? It says them? here that about seventy percent of teen girls who give birth leave school due in part to illegal discrimination. Illegal. Discrimination. I don't know what that means. It's the ACLU. So. I imagine there's a lot of social pressure yes. that comes down, and I I don't even know that I think entirely that's a bad thing. I don't support teasing and bullying people, but you know, I mean, there it's social pressure against getting pregnant when you're young. 
hmm, probably not the worst thing in the world. Well, you know, and maybe a little bit of sex education could uh, go a long way here. I realize this is controversial, uh, but uh, a lot of parents don't like the idea of sex education being in schools. And, of course, I don't like the idea of government being in schools. So as far as I'm concerned, the right thing to do is get your kids out of government school and either homeschool them or put them into the private school of your choosing, which has the curriculum that you want your young person to be exposed to. But it seems to me that young people knowing about sex and the consequences of having it is a very valuable thing. Because if they know about sex and pregnancy and how not to get pregnant, then maybe they'll be less likely well, to actually get pregnant. Because one thing's for sure, you can't tell kids not to do something. You can't tell any child or teenagers not to do something. They're going to do what you tell them not to do. So you can't just say, kids don't have sex. That doesn't work. I think, too, that it's underestimated how little a lot of teenagers know about, like, really know about sex. I mean, they understand the mechanics of it, perhaps, Mm -hmm. but I read... They've probably seen porn. Yes. I uh, have read an interesting article about uh, the CDC conducted some sort of huge study, I think, like, the biggest study they'd ever done on this particular subject, and they were asking teen mothers why they chose not to use birth control and the numbers were disturbing they were like i think over 50 percent of them uh just thought they couldn't get pregnant like for some reason they did not understand how uh reproductive uh, female reproductive organs mm. work and all of that and they didn't think they could get pregnant a lot of them misunderstood their menstrual cycles and believed that there were certain times when they couldn't get pregnant a lot of them didn't have access to the birth control you and know, there is sex education in a lot of government schools, so this is a real indictment against how effective that is. I mean, not even, you know, the government, you want them to teach sex education? That's a terrible idea, too. Well, it's an awkward conversation at that age. Yeah. And, you know, when you've got some old lady or old man science teacher up there saying these things, like, I can't imagine that I wanted to listen to that. Yeah, it's not that much better than <laughs> hearing it from your parents, right? No. Um, so... I mean, I don't know what the solution is as far as as far as sex education is concerned. More honesty, I yeah. think. Uh, from you a know. young age. I think right. that from a parent's point, you need to be honest from a young age and not treat it like it's this really weird thing that we don't want to talk about. My parents sent me down the hallway during movie sex scenes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> And yeah. look how you turned out. Yeah, exactly. It's a little strange. So I think that uh, young people should be exposed to something like that. My dad would fast forward it and say, oh, we don't want to watch these guys kissing. Same difference. Yeah. Yeah. And, My and mom uh, gave me a book and said, read this. What book? The Joy of Sex? No, it's some kind of little pamphlet on sex. I, <laughs> I didn't want to read it. Like a uh, study. I'm not interested in that. <laughs> I never read it. So it didn't have any pictures in it. Though. No. Yeah. I mean, I was under the misconception that the uh, that the vagina was the anus for uh, you know at least a good period of time. <laughs> that could cause some problems. Well, it's not like I had any opportunities to test out this theory. I think my parents, uh, you know, they had the book, The Joy of Sex, which is this, you know, kind of classic uh, sex book with a bunch of illustrations in it of different sexual positions and things like that. They had this book in their library on their bookshelf. And maybe they just thought that I would just look at the book and that would be uh, the deal. But I was still kind of intimidated by it. Like, you know, I I certainly did sneak a look at it here and there, but I never... But then then when you're doing that, you feel like you're doing something something wrong. wrong. So you're not going to admit to any of the knowledge contained within the book. Right, right. And I didn't really look at the... I didn't actually read the book. I just looked at the pictures. (laughs) So, yeah, I think that the the repression of sexuality and the repression of the discussion of sexuality and the consequences of it 
has some real uh, real detrimental effects on on society the way this stuff pans out and you look at uh the american populace and the numbers teenage pregnancy in america is much more common than it is in europe by the way where uh in europe ages of consent tend to be lower and families on tv they show porn on television during prime time in places like italy and other places like that so sex is more accepted in the culture as opposed to over here where it's more of a violence based media culture sex is more common in uh media culture over in europe and as a result you know in the same way that they have uh, in a lot of uh, places in europe they have better drinking laws you know more younger people are able to drink at a younger age so therefore they're able to gain the experience necessary and it's not a taboo subject and so therefore you can talk about these things i can understand as a parent i mean i don't want to know juicy details about my mom's sex life i don't want to know what mm-hmm. positions she's doing and you know all kinds of i don't want to know that so i understand Agreed. um you know maybe a parent doesn't want to get that in you know get into that with with kids but as an adult why is it uncomfortable for you to talk about sex I don't understand that concept. With your pa- kids, you mean, or just as right, an adult like to an adult? Just as a general subject, not a not a like a specific thing, but just let's talk about sex. Mm, I, don't I mean, get if they're it old enough to ask, they're old enough to know. Well, I don't, absolutely. I, you know, <laughs> I think the kids will ask. You know, young kids will ask questions, and I think it can be difficult. But but if they don't understand the answers, then they don't care. Yeah, I mean, I at this point, why is it difficult though? Is it because, because it's some... a little scary? You don't know what you're supposed to do. There's no handbook for parenting, right. so you don't know whether you're going to break them or not. Um, you know, when I've just decided that I'm being as honest as I can in every circumstance, and frankly, he wanders off when I'm talking to him. Just show him two girls, <laughs> right. one cup. He'll never want to have sex. Oh dear again. God! It's anyway. the most horrifying advice I've ever heard. <laughs> That's why Ian doesn't have kids. God. All right, so we're out of time. Makes me glad some of those cops have slammed you around sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I don't show anyone that video. Don't even show yourself that video. Never go see that video. All right, so uh, we'll see you tomorrow night online. In the meantime, at freetalklive.com. Hey, podcast listeners. Um, you know, every once in a while, I'll pop in and and mention to you that we've got a new advertiser that's uh, of note. Roger Schlesinger, the Mortgage Minute guy, um, he's got an ad in here. It's not the greatest sounding ad in the world, but um, I'll tell you, the guy has spent a great deal of money on the radio in the past, and he's trying out Free Talk Live for, I think it's two weeks or one week or something like that. Um, it's a short period of time. And you know, if you have a more, if you're looking to get a refinance a mortgage, he's got some really great rates. I wish you'd just check it out. I'm not saying buy a mortgage from the guy. That's a pretty big decision. But if you'll check him out and see what uh, see what the deal is, that'd be a, you know response would be important. So anyway, thanks. Hi, I'm Roger Schlesinger, the Mortgage Minute guy. I'm mortgage lender throughout all 50 states in this great country of ours. The majority of people in the United States love the 30 year fix. We're the only country that actually has a 30 year fix. And you pay a very big price to get a low monthly payment. If you were to refinance into a $350,000 30-year fixed in the low threes, it would take you seven years to pay it down from 350000 to 300000 If instead you refinance into a 15-year fixed in the high twos, it would only take you two and a half years to pay it down. And in seven years, you would pay all the way down from 350000 to 200000 You can't afford this kind of treatment. You must get into a better loan, and we'll show you how. Call us at 866-288-0088, 866-288-0088, or go to MortgageMinuteGuy.com. 
Until next time, I'm Roger Schlesinger, the Mortgage Minute Guy.